you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode. We haven't done this in like a month and a half, almost. I know, right? So we got tons to cover. Because <laughs> like AX happened, and a bunch of news happened, and season started, and we were still getting rid of, rid of all the reviews, doing all the reviews for the spring, so thought, hey, it's not going to be news to most people, but we might well, you know, talk about it. And You want me to poke fun at you? Sure. What are we poking fun you wanna, about? You want to point out how awesome that song was? What song? Oh, you're not starting with a song this time? No, we never. <laughs> we've discussed this before. I never pick out songs for discussionals. It always ends up being whatever we end up discussing is what the songs end up being. Or okay. if I found a cool song on iTunes, I put on there. Sounds fair to me. <laughs> Just to get the word out. But I get uh, to poke fun at you for it. Because I'm the one that always gets picked fun at. I had somebody send us a comment on the website asking about uh, music on podcasts. And I had somebody ask us something about that r- recently on the forum. So I guess I can answer that now. I mean, it doesn't really matter where we put questions. But it's really one of those things that somebody keep people keep asking. And it's not really a question. It's more of they're just inquiring with me. So I'm not specifying names or anything like that. But... Uh, a few people have asked, like, well, how do you guys, why do you guys use music? Isn't that, like, copyright infringement or whatever? And it's like, well, technically, for our music podcast, so this is really the answer. For our music podcasts, we are technically critiquing. It thus falls into the realm of fair use. Granted, most all these songs never make it to America licensing, and that kind of alleviates itself from licensing altogether. But it's for critiquing purposes, and it's to... What we've always done is we always highlight these songs and we put them up on the article page and we put links, if possible, to iTunes because we want people to go out there and go, cool, I can buy this, make it successful on iTunes, thus more stuff comes in. So yeah, technically, it's not falling under a license use, but most of the time it's under fair use when we're reviewing these shows or the songs, or it's just us trying to spotlight these songs. And with most cases, with companies like... um, I mean, we have something going with Nozomi uh, Entertainment. We use the songs on there because it's part of our review process for them. Uh, they even allow us to use video if we wanted to, but that's a long process to do video reviews. Um, but, I mean, it's something that it spotlights our show, it spotlights the music, and gets people to go out there and buy that. We're not playing the entire musical tracks. If we ever do and you catch us, let me know because I'm, I never intend to play entire uh, musical tracks. It's usually one minute, minute and a half segments of these songs that are, you know, four to five minutes long. Right. And it's just to spotlight these songs, spotlight the, the anime that comes in to get people to go out and purchase and support these things. So technically, yeah, we could get a, a takedown notice. We've never gotten a takedown notice. Uh, and that's usually probably because we're a niche within a niche. We're, we're talking about anime, which is a niche, and we're on a podcast, which is a niche. So most of these companies don't even know we exist um, but I mean, if they ever did, I mean, it would be simple as let's just take it down. I mean, I'm not going to fight it. Um, uh, but our intention is to spotlight these things. So hopefully that answers the question for future people. That's where we do. I mean, we're not going to go out there and find the licenses for each one of these things. Uh, so we're never going to play the entire songs. We're never going to have a radio thing where we play entire tracks or anything like that. So would love to, that would be cool. Yeah. But I don't know how. <laughs> I did go and look that he stuff up. It was it was up. absolutely a nightmare. I could not figure out how where. It's funny because they have these kind of royalty places that you can talk to, but they never specifically say 
this is a blanket coverage for all of these songs. Yeah, they're all and they're different record labels, yeah. so you can't really cover all of them. Um, radio stations and stuff like that in America and stuff have that for most genres oh, yeah. because they've come together and they've made these combined licenses that you can do, but not anime. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, they're they're in their own little void over there. So yeah, um, so yeah, I guess we can go into the news. We have tons of news coverage. Again, we're from otakuspear.com. We didn't ever mention that. Otakuspear.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our community on the forum link at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good jazz. You can also find all of our, you know, Twitter and stuff like that, Patreon, which we thank all of our supporters, if I forget to do that later. Um, but yeah, if you go to otakuspear.com, there is a contact us button at the top. You can submit questions, or you can just go to the forums, make an account, which would be great, because there's great people there to talk to. But there's also under our anime cast discussion area, you can submit your questions there, which we'll get into later. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump into the news. Uh, like I said before, this is like covering almost a month and a half. Some of this stuff isn't news to some people. Um, it's just really, let's go through these, talk about them, see what kind of discussion we get out of them. And maybe you might run into something that you did not know before. So it all works out. Um, Konosuba, second season. We knew it was coming because the first season kind of said... Be ready, we're going to have another season. Right. But they finally announced that they're going to premiere it in January. So it's going to be a winter 2017 show. I was kind of hoping it would be sooner, but... <laughs> yeah, we got we got the rest of summer, then we got fall, and then we'll finally get it, so... But it's cool that it's coming. I guess. What are you questioning? Is it, would, it would be winter, I guess. Winter... Yeah. I always get those all messed up, so yeah. Yeah, we're kind of pushed back a little bit, a couple months, but... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We loved the the first season. It was a great comedy, and um, hopefully this time we'll get more budget. <laughs> all I know is that it is hot right now, and I want it to be winter. Already. So that that works for that works for the summer season. At least he knows when it's summer season of anime because it's hot and it's painful and muggy and humid. Um, but yeah, I, I know there's a lot of characters. I think, and specifically, there was characters in the intro of Konosuba's first season that we didn't even get to meet. So hopefully, we'll get to those characters the following season. So. Um, our next bit of news is Little Witch Academia was confirmed. As we talked about this during our review of uh, Luluko, mm-hmm. Space Patrol Luluko, uh, that there was a little cameo at the very end of the season, um, but they finally came out, not finally, they shortly after they came out and they basically confirmed it. Uh, it is going to be a Little Witch Academia entire TV series. Um, it's going to be as the president uh, Masahiko Otsu- Atsuka uh, said on Twitter, I believe, that it's going to be a 30-minute uh, TV series, so it's going to be probably 24 minutes or whatever. Uh, the director, Yo Yoshinari, is going to be returning to direct it. And um, let's see what else they had. Twitter account said, look forward to a new Little Witch Academia world. I'm not sure if that implies anything, but... Alternate we'll reality type. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and the let's, sad news. Let's not go with that. Let's just be happy that we get Little Witch Academia I, I, full series. I can't quite read the final bullet point. That, what is that, that Chris? That just irritates the snot out of me. What? I don't want to read I can't it any read more it. than you can read it. You you, you are, are voluntarily blind to that. I can see it, and it irritates me. I, 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 my brain just blocks it out anymore. <laughs> it's just whenever I see netflix the rest just blurs out my, my mind brain just erases the rest well the, the the problem is netflix in correspondence with little witch academia just irritates you anything so netflix regarding anime 
<laughs> True. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll get to more AX news later on, but I wanted to push this one up here. But during AX, Netflix had announced that they had already acquired worldwide streaming rights to Net- Little Witch Academia. So prepare to wait until the end of the season. Of that means season that we in. won't get it until, what, March? April? Did they already announce when it's coming out? You, you, oh no, you're you're right. I got you. I got you. I don't know if they, I was thinking of Konosuba for some stupid reason. Yeah, I don't know if they've set a, a season for Little Witch Academia, but maybe I'm just gonna hope. I'm gonna hope by then they've figured out the simulcast thing. (laughs) No matter how you look at it, whenever we hear Netflix, that means at least three months. If it starts right now, it'll be three months from now <laughs> before we get it. There's this weird three-month you know, three lag. I don't know where it's <laughs> coming from. Um, in news of Netflix, uh, you probably already noticed that uh, Kurumokuro, the first core, is already out, and Magi uh, Adventures of Sinbad is also already out. They were released in July 4th and 14th, respectively. And see, and here's where Netflix kind of screwed up, because I was vaguely interested in Magi uh, Sinbad, but I was only vaguely, because I love Magi, um, I but I don't have a lot of interest in Sinbad, and so Netflix kind of shot themselves in the foot with this one, because I probably will never go and binge that show. No, no desire whatsoever. But I do want to watch the old Magi, so... Hopefully, maybe eventually I'll get to the point where I want to watch that. Um, but it was funny because right when they were announcing that, the, okay, here it's out there now, there was like rumors spreading that it would, they were finally going to do simulcasting. It's like, you say this every time a show is licensed. You say this every time a show is coming up for a season that Netflix has. There's always this rumor that Netflix is finally doing simulcast. And they're like... But the second core is going to be simulcast. No, it, I've I've yet to see it on my we gave, Netflix. We gave up on on Netflix, <laughs> so I'm just going to wait until somebody says, "Hey, episode one is up" or whatever, and I look on there before I ever am going to say that that's happening. And then we'll say, eh, it "Must have been a bug in the system." <laughs> <laughs> it, episode two won't show up. It seriously won't show up. You, you guys are crazy. Pretty pretty much, uh, if a show gets picked up by Netflix, it's almost guaranteed it's going to get killed because we're gonna we're not doing the simulcast watch of it, so it's the the funds pretty much taken out of it. But it, what's sad is like, Ajin, I was pushed to watch that only because I had an interest in the manga. But it's like, yeah, seriously, if any show it gets put on Netflix, there is a low chance we'll even touch it because. The way me and Chris work with Otaku Spirit is that we're trying to keep up on the simulcast because it's shows that are airing at the time. You don't want to hit spoilers. You want to get that out to people because that's the stuff that everybody in our community and elsewhere are watching right now. A lot of the shows that people consume are what's currently streaming or currently airing. And when it comes to shows that are held and then later released in a full gusto, it's like, yeah, but... Outside of the simulcast that we do, there's the side project we do, which we're trying to push ourselves to watching these other shows, or we get asked to do a review for something. And if and those are the ones that we sit there and binge watch. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a show that's it's done, it's over with. the The conversation's ended. It's already it's already aired completely, and then suddenly it's all thrown up on a site to go watch it all. Like re, uh, real life, we're struggling with how we're going to handle real life because technically we're not going to sit there and watch all twelve episodes in a row because we can watch. You know, another Bakumonogatari or a Monogatari series. We can watch uh, Kino's Journey, stuff that we want to, that we're still wanting to review, 
that we're going to binge watch. So the only thing that Kuromokuro has going for is the fact that it's PA works. And we're going to want to watch that just because we like PA works. And we want to do a full podcast covering everything they've done. But it puts it in a painful spot even more so that it's 24 episodes. It's going to be up there and we're going to have to binge watch that entire thing. So, yeah, any other show, I just don't know how it's going to handle. I mean, if they threw Lost Village on there, probably would never watch it. If they threw a random Magical School show up on there, I I doubt we watch it. I mean, it's got to be something that has some kind of name behind it that's going to force us to have to go watch it. it, it, And to be fair, Magi does technically have that name. And if it was, that's why I was saying earlier, I'm vaguely interested in it because of Magi. Just specifically because it is a spinoff of Magi. And I do love Magi. However... Like I said before, I don't have a lot of interest in Sinbad. Sinbad was a really cool character when he showed up. He he just, I mean, OP character, and he's already gone through all of the stuff that um, the other characters are doing right now. And to have Sinbad, who's effectively the grown-up version of those characters, it was kind of interesting to see that. But to actually see his... Um, for lack of a better term, his adventures. Yeah. Yeah, his journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Unless they have a Morgana character in there that I, I need to go and check out, then then maybe you might interest me. <laughs> we should probably conclude our usual Netflix bashing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yuki Yuna is a hero. Uh, the anime website for the visual novel developer uh, Minato Soft uh, teased two new announcements coming in October for their 10th anniversary uh, celebration for the company. Uh, for those who don't know, they also developed uh, the visual novel for uh, Youth Beyond the Wasteland, Koya, uh, but also, the, of course, uh, Yuki Yuna is a Hero. Those are the only two that I recognize, so that's the only two I bring up. Um, but yeah, they, they have some announcement. Uh, they specifically put it on the anime website. That kind of gets me excited. I think when I originally heard this news, it was just basically... The visual novel developer said they're going to have something coming up and they want to announce it. And I'm like, well, maybe it's just another visual novel that has some kind of new uh, heroes from that that universe and that stuff. But the fact they put it on the anime website has one thing in the back of my mind. For those that don't know, we talked about, I think, during our Yuki Yuna as a hero review or at some point we were talking about Yuki Yuna when we were, you know, gushing over that show, that there was another visual novel that was done as well which covered certain characters that you see at certain points in the show so it's technically a back a prequel and so i'm hoping that means that maybe this new thing they're talking about since it's on the anime website will be an anime adaptation of that story okay that would be cool so that was my kind of hope but you have two announcements here so what would be the other one um it could just be a game, maybe another visual novel, but that's the only thing I'm stuck on. So. <laughs> the the first one is the one, the only one that I'm knowledgeable about. The other announcement could probably be something completely new and unique, which I, I would assume probably maybe a visual novel of a new set of characters. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully not another Vita game because that one looked pretty bad. Did we ever get the the Yuki Yuna visual novels? No, we didn't even get the the the, the Vita game, which. Didn't look like it played too well, but that was a little bit of a downer. Um, and sadly, I think the volume two of the the Pony Can release is gone, so 
I don't. I guess I'm never gonna buy the series. I was just so sad that I never got it with the the pre bonus or the pre uh, pre purchase bonus stuff, which should have been with it all together. Um, but yeah. And our next piece of news we have is Kino Monogatari or Kizu. What did I say? Kidu. Kinu. Kinu. Kinu Mimi. Kinu Mimi. That'd be cool. Kinu Mimi. Kizu Monogatari Two, the film. Uh, if you don't know, the Kizu Monogatari is a base off the novel. Um, and there's three total of the, or there's three total films being made of the novel, and now they have the second one is coming out in August 19th for theaters in Japan. Um, and the, of course, if you don't know already, which I know Chris, I think, has chimed on it plenty of times, is, of course, the the book itself, Kizumonogatari, was actually brought over by Vertical, and so that has been released already, which I think I have it on the way. I don't know if I'll read it, but I wanted to buy it to support it. Um, I'll probably buy it. I, I think I bought it in knowing about this piece of news because this basically tells us the second part is coming in August in Japan. The third part will probably be, you know, 2018. 2019, we'll probably get it over here. So I think we'll be done with the rest of the series by then. And <laughs> I'm going to want to open that book up. Uh, but the other cool thing was that Audible is yes. also doing an yeah. Audible version. Vertic- of no, Monotari. Vertical uh, released a audible version which um i i'm, I'm gonna be snatching that up huh vertical did it or audible did it? vertical is the publisher they they did the audible audible yes. version of it and then they put it on audible uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's how they that's how they work and and just to throw it out there there's three three books right now on audible by vertical and if you guys have not supported this and i i remember when we were talking about it and that it would be really cool to see these books get on Audible, it, they are on there now. Just what go in. Uh, uh, there's two two books which I'm probably going to get this this month um, for. Um, oh, Attack do, on Titan. Oh yeah, that's right. Attack on Titan. You do um, know you're not going to listen to Keys and until we finish no, the series. That's why I'm I'm waiting a little bit. On I'm only buying one. I'm only buying the book because I, I want to support it. I'm reading it later, but I don't want to hear every two seconds <laughs> while we're watching, you know, Hanamagatari and all the rest of them. They're going, oh, but this happens in the book, no, 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 like no, he did with no, Game no, of Thrones and everything no, else. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that until you are reading the book and I'll, I'll listen to it. Um, but yeah, I want to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm letting you guys know, so if you guys did not see that on my Twitter feed, or for whatever reason you don't know about this, you guys that want to, I know that people who listen to podcasts are really, really apt to listen to books, um, this is a great chance for you guys. If you want to catch up on these kinds of books, and you want to support the bringing of light novels over, especially turning them into audible books, that's this is your chance. Go and get them. Yeah, and if you don't know, it's audible.com, I think. But you can also get it through Amazon. They're pretty much the same company. So if you need to know where to go to get that stuff, it's all there. Um, but yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be exciting. I also got uh, ReZero light novel coming in as well. So I'm getting into light novels, and I'm scared of that because I, I'm still on the second volume of Spice and Wolf, and I still have, you know, 13 more of those to go. I'm never going to get finished with all these stinking books. But I definitely want to support them and, like, ReZero, I'm excited about that series, and I want to check out the Light Novel for that. We loved, of course, Spice and Wolf, and I want to get more into that, and it's got so much more information in those books. So hopefully they do a good job with the ReZero. I know they did an awesome job with the Spice and Wolf. I've already noticed that with the, the two that I've read. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about Kizumonogatari, so if that tells you anything, mileage may vary. So, yeah. 
I don't want to suggest something and not actually say that there's some chance that the writing might not be good, but I've heard nothing but good about Kizumogatari, so. And, more news on that later, but keep that in mind. Galgun! Double Piece. It's coming. It was actually going to come already in July, but it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, but it's exciting, the idea of the Galgun. If you, those who don't know, it's a it's a rail shooter where girls want to confess their love to you and kiss you because there's like hormone stuff going on. And the original was on the PS3, I believe. And you you had the wand. You had to shoot them with hormones, guns, and they went, Aye! and they fell over. <laughs> Great description of this game. Um, but they remade it for the PS4 and Vita, um, which we never thought we'd ever have. But P-Cube is doing amazing things over in, I think, UK. Uh, they're actually licensing a whole bunch of really cool stuff and bringing them over here. They did, like... Uh, Steins Gate visual novel. Um, they're doing a bunch of different visual novels, which I think I have some more later on. I think it was Asterisk War? No, not Asterisk War. Valkyrie Drive, which I'll talk about that later. Um, but it was originally scheduled to release in July, and now I think it's bad side? <laughs> These are the, the, the niche games that nobody ever talks about, and that's the only reason I want to talk about it. But yes, I already have it on pre-order. Right on. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> the only reason I got on the PS4... And not the Vita, because technically it's a bunch of girls going, ah, ooh, ah, and over and over again, it, it does kind of get a little bit Is that the one that has the, the special button? Yes. That's okay, the only reason cool. I got on the PS4, is because there's a special <laughs> button that you press it, and it changes your game into a, like, 8-bit or 16-bit, one of those areas, I think it eight more in the 8-bit realm, 8-bit, like, you know, NES-type RPG with, like, the characters' names on the bottom and monsters up in front of you to hide what you're watching and they call it the mother the mother button or something like that um that's amazing but yeah anyways galgun is coming out that's kind of exciting because that's something i never seen coming over here i think it's now slated to august 2nd or something like that so grab it if you will support i don't want to say support an uh, a questionable game but that's another one of those companies that's bringing things over that you would if never you see want before. It, if you guys want this stuff that you got to support it because i promise you there's plenty of people who say that this is garbage and don't support it so it is garbage technically <laughs> it's trash it's all trash um, yeah, but if we especially if, like if everybody, one if bit everybody the, doesn't support it, then we'll never get it. There was there was one bit of the game where it has like the sister character and she's like stuck on what looks like a fly trap. Like it's a sticky paper on the ground and she's trying to get off and it's stick and it's holding her down and you have to like shoot the little bug faces that are on her body and it's like this is so inappropriate. So inappropriate. Hey, I'm fine with it. Hatsumiku Project Diva I'm producer horrible, so. <laughs> Hiroshi Utsimi uh, is leaving Sega, which was kind of a shocker when I read this. Um, but he's basically the general producer for the Sega featuring Hatsumiku. Uh, it's a collaboration project that pretty much spawned Project Diva. So originally back on the PSP. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying we're not getting any more Divas? And that's the question, really. Um, so Sega never really touched anything with this. He's the one that kind of came in and said, let's kind of bring this into being. Um, and that was really exciting in the idea that that's what kind of brought this about. And then we got the Vita games, we got the PS3 games, and now the PS4 games. Um, but yeah, the question really is, is what does this mean for Hatsumiku altogether on Sega, uh, you know, publishing going forward? 
obviously they're still doing them because Future Tone is still coming, uh, Project Diva uh, X is still coming. Is it Diva X? Am I getting mixed up? Yeah, Diva X is still coming. So obviously they're still making them. I'm not sure if the only question I really have is with his absence, is that going to remove something from Hatsumiku games going forward? And that's well, really the, and and you don't know that he didn't have his hand in these last ones that are coming out. After he's gone, is there going to still keep more right. keep coming? Right, and I guess it really depends on if it's making money. And we know that it's making Amer- money in America because it's surprising now that we're still getting these Hatsumiku games. So, yeah, developing new ones, that's where the question comes in. I, I think the the games in the arcades are still really popular, so I don't know. Um, we have a question about the Future Tones later also, so we'll get into that. But he said it wasn't because he, uh, and this is basically me paraphrasing, so don't take a quote word for word. Uh, it wasn't because he was made responsible for something serious or because he became to dislike the series. He just wanted to try his hand at new fields. He's thankful and to the company and the team members hearing him out. I don't blame him on that. I mean, if you get if you if you're an artist and you get stuck in something and you feel like you're trapped there. And, and that's what happens with a lot of these guys is they feel like they get trapped. I, 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 I suspect that's probably a good chunk of what happened with the um, Hideo Kojima guy is he felt he got stuck in that, um, the, uh, the metal gear franchise and he wanted out and they didn't want him. They wanted him to do make money where, where am I making money? And then there's also the drama of probably he was taking too long, making them whatever these guys, they get feel like they get trapped. They don't want to be trapped and they want to get a move on from, from that. Yeah, it's probably a big, huge problem with a lot of the the bigger ones for, like, you know, Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed. They're stuck doing those games every single year. They probably are sick and tired of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I really question what this is going to mean for the future. I guess it really depends on the first time we see a, a new announced one. Uh, they're just fresh getting into Future Tones, and Future Tones is huge. So um, it may be a while before they even announce another one. So it's going to be a question for a long time, sadly. Um. Yeah, moving forward, uh, we have uh, Shumatsu no Izeta had its second promo video revealed uh, that revealed an October premiere. So, fall? We're looking at fall. That'd be like mid-fall. I got my seasons all messed up since we talked about that January premiere. Um, I'm not real sure what this one is, so you're going to have to help me. It's the one where the video, it shows the girl, and it's it's like, it's in the... 1940s and it's got like this battle that's going on and this Izetta the last witch girl like appears out of nowhere and she's it looks like she's in what looks like a like a patient outfit just coming off like surgery or something like that she's falling from the sky and she like jumps onto like a cannon and starts flying with I'm assuming she's gonna fly on that cannon and she's like some kind of witch or something like that so Looks really cool and really exciting, and it does look good. So hopefully, hopefully something cool comes of that. But yeah, look forward to that in October, apparently. So, um, Asterisk War. This is another game announcement. We got a lot of game announcements there. I'm sorry. Asterisk War uh, Phoenix Festa uh, for the PS Vita will release in English thanks to Bandai and uh, Namco Entertainment. A uh, big shocker from Bandai. They usually fail to do this kind of stuff, but apparently for some reason they think Asterisk War is a little bit popular yeah 
supposed to be a terrible show, but apparently it's popular enough they bring over a game. Um, I think they originally were talking about China getting an English version of it, so it's probably just another case, kind of like with Sword Online, where they're like, there's an English version of it already. It's kind of broken English, but we're bringing it over anyways because it's cheap to bring over. Um, but it's going to go on uh, PSN. It's already... Yeah, it's going to go up in about two days after this is posted, so July 26th on right PSN. On. I'm on board. Digital only, sadly, but what's cool about this game, Asterisk War Phoenix Festa, is that you can go any route you want. So I'm going to play it just so I can go with the Kieran route and yeah, that sounds like best fun. girl, <laughs> and I'm going to get her wish granted for her because fail main character chose somebody else and broke the entire show because he chose I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be torn between her and and uh and my gun girl so yeah i was also thinking of her as well but both of them is pretty much all i'm gonna do and i'm gonna play the game <laughs> off <laughs> um yeah that's, that's cool. nobody nobody really likes the 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 fire well i'm sure somebody likes fire girl yeah there's there's somebody for everybody i gave up on blondie so i'm thinking blondie might have a route too i, I, I think gave, i think that I would be the four girls. her a long time ago <laughs> But it has. She it ha- stopped being funny. <laughs> she disappeared. She disappeared and became the. Here's the controversial stuff, and I'm gonna. I'm trying to get. I'm digging out the secrets, and then she like. I think she was. She showed up maybe twice in the second season. She just disappeared. Um, but yeah, it's, it's got visual novel aspects and the idea that you're just talking to characters and there's text on the screen. But they also have like when you go out to the, the competition, you're out on the field and you're you're running around slicing stuff. So, not sure how that gameplay will work out, but. I'm excited for it just to kind of see those different routes. Hopefully they're well written. That's the only that's the only like really other concern. Um, Be very careful when you pronounce that, because that could sound very funny. What Valkyrie Drive, Bikuni? Okay, good, good job. How could I bridge that? Bikuni? Don't worry about it. I'll explain it later. If <laughs> I have to. Um, it's a PS Vita game. It's coming over here. I kind of mentioned it earlier. P Cube is also bringing that one over going to do both physical and digital releases so if you liked valkyrie drive the show (laughs) this is basically this was this is what i thought the valkyrie drive the show was going to be valkyrie drive mermaid i thought this was going to be these characters because they showed them in the same pvs and stuff like that really cute little characters they weren't in the show but they have their own if you watch valkyrie drive mermaid there's essentially there's multiples of these islands that you watch the show on they're on one of the islands and I think later on they talk about going to the other islands. This is one of the other islands, and it covers different characters. And it's kind of Sinra Kagura kind of gameplay where you're just kind of slashing the heck out of people. I've heard some people say the gameplay is a lot more smoother than Sinra Kagura. I've heard people say not. So if you like Sinra Kagura, it's kind of kind of being the same same vein. By the way, I need to get the Sinra Kagura game from you. No, you can't have it. I still need to get the festival I, I one. Figured, I figured you were done with it by now. I mean, it's been what? three months since you had it yeah it it, 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 sadly with those games at some point it just kind of gets repetitive and that's kind of what that did i had fun with it plenty of time playing it so it's just one of those things that's after a while it kind of loses its flavor um but yeah that's if that's if you're interested in the valkyrie drive it's very etchy slashy kind of game so check that out um trinity seven yay chris is excited yes because they have a film that's in works they they mentioned it in the seven of uh, the trinity seven the seven's magician no that they they announced it is going to cover the trinity seven the seven magicians manga i'm sorry i completely got that completely backwards um i don't know what that means but we'll go with it it's basically one of their one of their 
kind of side stories that they had at some point, and this is going to cover that entire side story. So, okay, that'd be cool. It's a movie. I hope it's the same. Who had Trinity Seven license? Was that Sentai Filmworks or was that? I think it's Sentai Filmworks. I don't know. So hopefully, Let me see if I can find out for us. Hopefully, they'll snag that license and bring it over here. We we like Trinity Seven. It was a really cool little kind of. It opened really weird, um, and I kind of mentioned that in our review of it. Uh, you can check our review; it's on it's on talkingspirit.com. Um, but it had a cool, it had cool mechanics to it. It had co- really fun characters. It was a straight up harem type show with a very kind of semi dark uh, feel to it. So yes, Sentai has it. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Sentai feel more get that one too. Um, Shaft. If you're a fan of Shaft, uh, you probably know about March Comes Like a Lion, which is their new show that they're going to be, uh, producing here soon. Uh, NHK's new website has announced it's going to be 22 episodes. Uh, if you don't know what that show is about, it's basically a story that follows a shogi player named Rei, Rie, or Rei, who is, uh, and his dealings with his neighbor family, which is Akari, two young girls, and, like, their slew of cats apparently they have i haven't really found much information other than that the, about the story but cool that's gonna be too core be uh interesting to see what shaft does with that it looks not quite as overly artsy fartsy if you want to call it that is their usual shows so different art style together though probably so. probably more like uh it's very very slice of life ish and they don't usually do slice of life <laughs> and more like nisekoi or mm-mm very toned down. Okay. Very toned down. It looks very slice of life, like I mentioned. So that'll be cool. If you're a fan of Shaft or whatever, that'll be that'll be interesting. I think that's coming in fall. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. They probably will. Um, the first promo for Gohan's new anime series has been posted. It's uh, called Handshakers. And this, was reve- this revealed a uh, premiere date of January. So really interested in that because... I'm a fan of Gohan's. I'm not sure about Chris. He's he was kind of wish moderate, ish. but they did the K series, and I really like the K series. Um, they also did uh, Mardok Scramble, mm-hmm. and they're really known for having very very crazy animation, um, doing some decently good blending of 2D animation and CG animation throughout crazy camera angles and over the top kind of action. Um, I, I, I will. I will. I will say. I am interested in this. I, I Andrew showed me the PV, and it looks really good. And it looks I, very go hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, it looks really gorgeous, though. Uh, the The anime takes place in Osaka in twenty eighty twenty XX. So they don't know what time it is. Um, and it revolves around the handshakers partners. It's always summon... it's always a few years from now. No, that's how twenty XX works. No, they can never say what the actual date is so that you don't do something exactly. like, you know, Back to the Future where you go, mm, look, it didn't actually happen. There's no there's yeah, no exactly. hoverboards. Exactly. There's no third impact. No, there is hoverboards. There's third impacts, too. We're all actually dead. Oh. It's all in our minds. Anyways, as I was saying, it revolves we around... Matrix? Hand- no. <laughs> revolves around handshakers, partners who can summon Nimrods. Well, Nimrods. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be careful to watch any red pills from now on. <laughs> Weapons born from their deep psych by joining hands in order to grant the pair's wish. The handshakers must uh, the handshakers compete with and fight other handshaker pairs. Uh, the top pair will meet and challenge God. <gasps> yeah, really cool PV. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, you can just look up Go Hands Handshakers. 
Um, it looked like pretty much the it had the main girl. I think looks like the girl from Cycle Electric uh, Girl, and then at some point I think that they had one girl that looked like the girl from Day Day Live, the mm-hmm. the time girl. I'm like. I'm liking all these character designs, and they're all battling, and they're awesome. And so, if you're looking for some fun action, I'm, I'm thinking they're probably going to do some good stuff there. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit more complete. What's not complete about K or Mardox Scramble? <laughs> um, Show by Rock has a second season announced, and I'm really, really excited about that. I, apparently, they announced it in the first episode of the short, and I didn't even notice it. But right after that, they uh, somebody kind of mentioned it. I, I was... I was mentioning how sad I was that Show by Rock short was a short, and then somebody said, but there's a season two coming. I'm like, where where did it say that? Where, where did I miss this news? Because now I'm super excited because I love Show by Rock. So so did you find that news? Yes. Good. It's confirmed. It's coming okay. in October. I don't trust some random person that you're here saying, but I do trust you. It's October. So if you found it, I'm It's our Otaki Spirit community. Oh. You're saying you don't believe them? Nobody told me. Oh my I'm just going off what you said. Bad person. It's a lot of cool stuff happening in October. I've just noticed See, that we've announced this, is, now this is the reason you guys got to go to our community because then you will you would find out about this stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't be waiting for Andrew to, <laughs> to talk about it, and you know, a month and a half later. Well, I guess it wasn't really a month and a half for that one. Um, they just announced yesterday. Finally, something that's more new. Crunchyroll added uh, the re-zero starting break time from zero shorts. Zero starting break time from zero. It's a really cool name. I, we we got to watch that. Yeah, these are the break time ones. I, probably if you were a fan of the ReZero, and you, every now and then you'll see somebody post a picture of them in like chibi form and they're talking. Mm-hmm. This is what that show is. And it's kind of little short things they kind of threw out there. I think they threw them out there during their previews for the next week. and But we never had translations for them. They look really cute, though, just by based off of watching them with no subtitles. So, yeah, we'll eventually probably watch those because they look fun. And it's more reasonable. Yeah, they need to hurry up and get the chibi uh, flying witch ones out there. I think I've ever seen those ones. I have seen them. Good for you. Good job, Chris. I didn't watch them. Why I've not? seen them. You've seen them. I but see you didn't watch it. No, actually, it was on my anime How'd planet. How'd you see it? It was on my anime planet. But you've seen it? No. I seen that. You, said it, you just I said seen, you seen it. I said they're out there. I seen that they're out and there. And you've seen it. I've not watched it. But you it. didn't watch it. I just said I didn't watch it. You just it. said you've seen it. No, I've seen it like on my se- anime I planet. S- I've seen you say it. It's like seen if it. you were to see it on your my anime list. It doesn't mean you watched it, but, but you knew it, it. You know it exists. But you said you've seen it. Now you're saying you didn't see it. No, I said I've seen it. So you're unseeing it. No, I didn't say I had seen but it. But you just said you've seen it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gravity Rush 2 is slated for December 2nd. I'm excited. Oh, more Gravity Rush. Uh, this is a game that's going to be on the PS4. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, because, oh, this is not anime. We, we've talked about, like, five different anime type <laughs> stuff here, so whatever. Um, the exciting thing from this was that they also announced an anime prequel, which is going to be done by Kara. And if you don't know who Kara, uh, Kara is, they did the Evangelion rebuilds. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, the Gravity Rush, the animation overture, which is what they're calling it, is going to bridge the gap between the first one and the sequel. So. Oh, no. It means I can't watch it. Just I don't want to watch game. this so bad. Go play the game. I did. I sucked at it. 
It, it takes time to learn. This is what this is what I was yelling about the entire time when Gravity Rush first came out and everybody was giving it bad reviews. I'm like, you have to learn how to play it. It's not easy. I'm I, sorry, I, people. Okay, but I suck at stuff like Unless that. Unless you're one of those people <laughs> that like suddenly your equilibrium like starts flipping circles and you start vomiting. I'm sorry. I don't mean you. So I know that some people get motion sickness from it, but I loved it. It was really awesome. But it yeah, looks so good. I, I, I'm no matter how how you put it, it's so it anime. Looks so cool. I, it, 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 it's watching Andrew play it. It looks so fun, but I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Anime coming. It'll probably be a short. Um, hopefully they'll do a decent job on it. But uh, anime expo news. Yes, after nearly two months. Well, technically a month. We're here to finally tell you what happened at Anime Expo because you don't know based off five million other podcasts talking about what happened in Anime Expo. Um, but again, like we're, we're just want to talk about this stuff, so bear with us. Um, I got this broken down to different groups and licensors. I didn't really break it down by panels, so sue me. Don't really sue me, please. I don't have any money. Uh, I just bought a Sakura, Car Capture Sakura thing from Good Smile Company that's going to cost a small fortune. Anime, uh, Aniplex, speaking of lots of money and, and costs, Aniplex, uh, at, uh, their panels and whatnot, uh, they announced that God of Your Anime is gonna get a Blu-ray and a Blu-ray release and a dub. It's gonna release in two sets, November 29th, uh, and the 31st. So that's basically the first part, November 29th, and January 31st, gonna be second part. Not sure about that personally. I, I liked God Eater, but not sure about God Eater in Aniplex pricing. Maybe if it was cheaper, I probably don't bet it. I enjoyed it that much, but uh, they also announced a dub and Blu-ray release of Erased, as well as its English casting. If you want to look that up, you can go look it up. I'm not going to announce all those. Uh, it's going to release in two sets, October 18th and January 24th. Why do they got to do that? I don't get the the two two pieces in in like five month increments. Probably because it released in parts in Japan and they are fighting with their own audience in Japan. <laughs> That's just like funny can. That's why they're expensive is because they're fighting with back importing. Uh, but yeah, that's really cool. Um, that's going to be one I'm going to struggle with because I really liked Erased and that is definitely one I want to put on my shelf. So it really depends on what the price is. Probably going to be probably seventy eighty bucks, but. Yeah, I'll be fighting with myself on that one. Uh, they also announced if you're scared about Full Metal Alchemist disappearing because Funimation lost the license, they announced that they're going to put Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood on uh, Crunchyroll as well as it's already on Netflix. I think they might actually finish this series on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix, but it's not full, like fully on there. So, um, and they also announced that they will ship Awari Monogatari on Blu-ray in two sets in October 25th and December 20th. Pre-orders are already locked in. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also announced, uh, what was the other one? They, I think they also did Kizu. I think. Is Kizu the next one after that? No, not Kizu. I'm sorry. Um, what's the other one besides Awari? There's another one. The flower? Hana. Hana Monogatari. We got Hana. After Suki, there was Awari and one other one. Look up Monogatari six, second season. Or you something. realize how much of a pain in the butt it is to look up stuff on here. I gotcha. I just typed it. Boom, right See, there. See, I was, Slice. I was, Boom. my finger was hitting M as you just already <laughs> added up. Done. It was Suki. Awari was the one after that one. Oh, and then it went to Kizu. I thought that was another one. 
Oh, Koyomi Monogatari, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was the one that was in January of this year, so that's probably another year away from us. But that's cool, having that up there. I love from leaving one that we'll be buying and, and watching again for lots of money. I, I, I've i already locked myself into the Monogatari series, and I knew this was coming, that I was eventually going to have more of them come out, and I'm going to go, I'm not done yet. They're not done with my wallet yet. They're going to keep grabbing more money out of me. Sadness. But they look great, and they're they're definitely worth every every penny, in my opinion. Sentai Filmworks. We'll move on to Sentai Filmworks, something that's more price available to most people. <laughs> um, they plan on doing English dubs. This was the announcement they had was uh, English dubs are going to do for Ushio and Tora. Awesome. If more people can watch Ushio and Tora, I'm all for it. So definitely cool. Uh, Gate. I'm really interested to see the dub of Rory Mercury. Please, somebody put that on. The I video. don't think that anybody can match. <laughs> no. Sorry, I, I I want to believe that I will check it because I'm curious. But it's like like some weird curiosity. nobody can can do that voice. Food Wars is going to get one. Uh, Himoto Umaro Chan don't care. Imagi brother, I'm sorry. Imagi Brilliant Park is going to get a dub. Uh, Monster Muzumi and is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? And they announced here recently. Also, they're going to do a Haro machine gun. <laughs> can you let me finish the name before you laugh? Awaharu X Machine Gun <laughs> is gonna get a dub. I'm 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 yeah. I'm I'm I've pulled myself together. Sorry. Well it's so funny hearing this kind of news now because I I've I only here recently learned that there's also there's licenses that require them to do a dub. And so now every time something like this comes up where there's one that I'm questioning, I now remember that and go, that could have been one of them cases. <laughs> Because there's some shows like, why are you dubbing this? Oh, because they had to, kind of thing. Probably. I don't know. Maybe they maybe, they, maybe they realize there's girls, an, I, an I mean, I'm it. fine with pickup girls. I'm fine with monster. I'm, they'll they'll probably make fun of that. In, in the sad thing about it, but the monster Musume I see. Um, Amagi brilliant part I I see. Umaru Chan. There's a lot of people who love that show. I I I'm fine with it. So I don't mind it getting an English dub. But I don't think that. I don't think that things will translate the right way with the dub for that. Food Wars, yeah, by far. I Gate think would be an that... interesting dub based off of the context of a lot of political stuff in that one, so I don't know. Which one? Gate. In Gate? Yeah. yeah it'll work out. They're not stupid. I think that it, they, if they choose the right person for Rory, I, I think that it, it'll, it'll just knock it out of the park. But I think that... Rory and and what's what's his face will be the the two two main keys. If you don't get those two right, I I don't see that one doing well. I agree. What's his face needs a really good actor. Who are we talking about? What's his face? <laughs> the main guy. Okay, I got you. Um, Virgo. I mean, because ninety nine percent of the I I, I don't fifty percent of the show is based on him. So you got to have a good solid voice actor for him and Rory just blows scenes out of the water. So if you don't have a good, good actress for her, yeah. uh, vertical, they announced license for Nisa Monogatari, which is awesome. The novels, um, for those who don't know the, the first two novels were, uh, Bakemonogatari volume one and volume two Bakemonogatari. Then the third one was Nisa, uh, was Kizumonogatari. And then the, fourth one i believe was nisa monogatari 
And I think a lot of yes. these, I think a lot of these are showing up on the Bookwalker site. So if you guys are interested in snagging those for your iPads or Androids or whatever, it's just cool to see that. Obviously, Kizumonogatari did well enough that they went out and they bought, they got the two licenses for the Bakumonogatari series, and now they're doing Monogatari. So they obviously see there's a, a calling for it. So definitely continue to support them if this is what you guys are wanting. Jump out there and and uh, snag these up and keep them running because uh, be, it'd be great just to kind of keep this stuff flowing. Definitely have a whole lot of them out there, so just keep supporting them and they'll kind of keep bringing them. So that's it's more money to tie into <laughs> Monogatari series. Um, but yeah, that's definitely cool. Like I said, they already announced the the first volumes back in January, and now we got Nisei. Viz Media. They said they were going to release the part one of the Phantom Blood 2012 to 2013 release of the new JoJo's Bizarre Adventure TV series on Blu-ray discs. Um, they confirmed that Warner Brothers still holds the DVD rights, so that's why they're only doing Blu-ray. Um, in other news here recently, they also announced, Toonami announced that they're going to air this same series in October. So for all those people saying Toonami needs JoJo Bizarre Adventure and it's going to be gold, they now have JoJo Bizarre Adventure, so cool. I'm actually somewhat kind of interested in the idea of finally getting into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure by getting the Blu-rays. Maybe just give me an excuse to start into it thinking okay. about it. I'm thinking about it. That's the key word. I'm thinking about I've, it. I've I, it's it's one of those things that you only you can only hear this is the greatest show ever for so long before you have to go and look at it. And it, and and I, I'll tell you guys the truth. Main reason why I kind of hold back on checking it out because I'm probably the easiest one that I'm going to go and check out shows at random just because I'm me and I I have the attention span of a gnat. So I'll probably look at something pretty quick. But the problem that I have with this one is everything that has been described to me is shows me I will probably not be interested in it and I'm afraid of watching it and then being having to say what I feel about the show and I I can tell you off of the first few episodes of the second or the fourth part, it's not my type of show. <laughs> They're going to burn you at the stake on the review. Exactly. Because I do know that people love that show. No, the holdup for me is really that it's too long, and it's kind of like in the same, not the same realm, but in the same realm of like epics where it's like, where do you jump on this moving train that's been going on for five years kind of thing. So Yeah, and, and there, there is an aspect to it. It does look good. I'm not going to deny that. It looks great. I... I when I was going through and watching the the uh, thing for our music uh, our music podcast, it was like, dang, these guys look so cool. So I mean, I'm not going to deny that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird taste, but I do think they do look cool. All right, Crunchyroll has done some announcement. This is what probably one of the most exciting bit of news that I've seen come out of uh, the Anime Expo. Uh, they said they plan on releasing dub forms of DVD and Blu-ray of shows of certain titles. Um, they also have merchandising rights for some of these shows, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, the shows they have released or that they announced that they're going to do releases on are Cabinary the Iron Fortress. Yay, we're wondering who the hell had it. 
Yep. We're like, no, Amazon's not going to release it, are they? Crunchyroll apparently has it, and they're going to release it. Uh, that was the one that they actually have merch- merchandising rights for, and they're going to look for partners to do uh, different merchandising for Cabinary. So wow. hopefully they'll go and get that all that stuff that Wit Studio keeps posting on the Twitter feed that makes Andrew's like drool come out of his mouth, like you know key arts and stuff like that. Please go get that stuff, Crunchyroll. Bring it over here, please. Art books, anything. I'm I'm very interested in this little list you've got here. Uh, they also announced Berserk, the new series. They're going to do that. Twin Star Exorcist, uh, Big Order, Gintama. They're going to actually apparently start from the beginning and do all the Gintamas. So yeah, there's been questions behind who's That's going to release excited. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they've said that. I think that some people have, like released parts of it, but not the entire thing or dubs change or something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, free. They're going to do some free. Uh, Myriad Color Phantom Worlds and Yamada Kun and the Seven Witches. So there's at least three, possibly four. For moderately interested in the fifth, so and and the other one, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with. I really am not. The least married kind of a color phantom world is not in pony can for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he can ask well, for. Well, and and this is this is interesting also on the aspect of okay, Crunchyroll is doing something. I'm wondering if it's they're going off of the same direction that the uh, the person over there at the um, that did the. Oh, Skip Beat and the other one, Time of Eve. Okay. Since they kind of married themselves up with that person, maybe that's they, they're getting Pie into Piper, that. Whatever name is. Yeah, and they're getting into that that dub that dub group, and and probably going to be trying to use them for most of their stuff. It's it's interesting. I'd like to see where they go with it, how their package comes out, and and everything like that. I hope they do, yeah, especially the when you get. That's the big fear that's coming out right now is like, ooh, how are they going to do – are they going to do Sentai Filmworks uh, mid-range? Are they going to do Funimation Cheapos or are they going to do Aniplex Ponycan? That's really the question that's coming up right now. I don't yeah. think they're going to go the Aniplex route. I can honestly tell you that because, I mean, this is some this is a, a, a company that has done so much right with how to distribute anime. I don't think they're suddenly going to listen to – what Japan wants, what, what Japan wants them to release them in big, huge chunks, and, and, and they costly. have the stats for all these shows, so they know what shows are your sellers. Well, they don't and, have Kaminari, but yes, huh? Well, they don't have Kaminari, but they have the other ones. Yes. Well, I'm sure that they have a rough I think idea. Funimation had those. free, also, didn't they? Funimation had free, yes. I and and it, the 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 point being is. It, if they t- do a good quality package, especially well, cool. for yeah, some what's, like... What's cool is that if they know what the numbers are, they, if, if for some reason, putting my insults aside, for some reason, if, if Twin Star Exorcist ends up being an insanely popular show on Crunchyroll, like, they're like, wow, this, this show is getting more hits than Naruto. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> they can go, wow, so this is something that a lot of people are going to want. We can We can take the risk of going to a company to make a really nice chipboard box and we know it'll sell enough that they'll make money. Right. Whereas if it's a show that like if they were say big order, if for some well, reason and then the- that show was only getting a hundred views per week each episode, they're probably gonna get to put it in a really cheap plastic or it's always been plastic cheap little case that's gonna be that's it. Well, and then then you go into the frustration of like Myriad. I know that that is a show I truly love it, but I do know that nobody else liked it. I take that for what it is. I, nobody I, apparently. Not I, a I, single I mean person. It, I mean He's it. The only person. I mean that loved it, it in 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 respect of critical 
acclaim. Nobody liked that show. It was Keoani's joke to the world. I don't know why it's considered that, but hey, whatever. That is the way it is taken by the vast majority of the world for some strange reason. Yeah, I'm sure that there's other people like me that do love that show, but when it comes down to how they're going to release it, more than likely they're going to give it a save version. I mean, I know that they don't make save versions, but they're going to do some kind of a bargain bin type, which it really truly deserves a a nice uh, special edition package. To me, I would snatch that up, but I do know that they probably won't do that because of how how loved it is in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but you also have to take consideration views and buyers aren't necessarily critics. The critics are getting free copies. They want to know, they have metrics on their site of the viewership, how it drops off. They have the, the, the responses from people in their comment sections and everywhere else. They know who actually loves this show. Like so even free, if everybody hates it, like free, I can still see have them. It. I can see them making like a super ultra deluxe package because if they can milk every bit of money out of people for that show, <laughs> they will. I don't see why they wouldn't, but they won't get the same. They probably won't get the same turnout for Myriad. Yeah, the, the packaging aside, the one thing that I want to know, and it was the immediate thing that I tweeted out to Crunchyroll, was like. Don't mess up the bit rates. I want these. I want Cabinary to not be nine episodes on one disc, especially if you're dubbing it. I don't want nine episodes on one disc. Do not. I love Sentai Filmworks, but do not do like Sentai Filmworks where you cram as much as possible on one disc. Yeah, people go, oh, Blu-ray disc has a lot of space. Yeah, but I, I've seen something like Monogatari where they put two episodes on one disc and they have really high bit rate, and it doesn't. It doesn't hiccup. There's no pixelation happening when stuff is moving across the screen it looks gorgeous and i've seen shows that put nine episodes on one disc and it has that kind of it's like noise that happens every now and then and it's like i want cabinary to look as crisp as possible and as as an incredible sound as possible because otherwise i'm not going to be interested in it i want i do not want too many stuff on one disc that's really my point so do multiple parts, split them up. I know that's not ideal for most people. They want the as cheap as possible two discs, small box set, so they can buy it for thirty bucks. But something like Cabinary that I enjoyed a lot, I want that extra. Yeah, I think put that but, or put two sets. One is the premium that has that that bit rate that's high and it's got multiple discs and it's expensive, and then have that cheap version. Yeah, I agree. There's there is a difference between the streamer and the collector and. The collector wants pristine. The streamer would probably go for the save editions, yeah. for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. something they want to hold on their shelf so they can watch it later and they know the stream drops away. Uh, Production IG. They have announced that the uh, or the VP and producer of the announced Fully Cooly 2 that's coming up here soon. Well, not here soon, but is coming. Uh, has said the character designer uh, is going to be returning Yoshi Yuki Sadamoto and the pillows. Yes, the pillows, they, the one that did the they opening pretty much, before. They pretty much announced that like a million years ago. When? Back when they first announced it. They didn't they were have get... shows a million years ago. You no, lying sack yeah. of crud. 
<laughs> Look at this guy. He thinks he's some kind of news reporter or something. Yeah, a million years ago, I was no, they, they, they did live on my, they my did announce, gigantic dinosaur. They did announce that they were getting pillows again. I had my club yeah. and my microphone. I, I made that report right then yeah. and there. That's that's what I did. Yes. I announced this a million times. Triceratops came out of nowhere and took the guy out. I was like, man, that was some fantastic news. Oh, that was great. I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> Go off on your random Daisuke, Daisuke, Daisuke.net, uh, they had a panel, apparently, and uh, they announced a lot of things. One main thing was that they're going to announce, or they're going to launch a premium membership. It's going to cost $5 a month. Time. Don't get excited yet. It's going to cost $5 a month uh, for North America to allow, and it's going to be only in North America for right now. Uh, it's going to allow an immediate simulcast of new shows on a weekly basis um they're gonna do a week delay thing like everybody else does for free users um and it's streaming older uh, anime titles oh my as well God. uh lower advertising frequency oh, <laughs> you missed the whole point <laughs> this is what i was telling them to wait for <laughs> no it's not but taking I do know away that they, they're supposed to be adding uh special shows though right yes i'm, okay. I'm getting to that but yeah the irking thing was lower frequency of advertising. It's like you're supposed to get rid of it. Just bump it up to eight or something. I don't care what you need to do. But what's cool is I had to go there recently because I was trying to get the music for our music podcast and for some reason episode one on of Tells Us Hysteria was not on Funimation for some reason. So I had to go to Daisuke and I logged in to to get 1080p and what's cool is they have advertising, sadly, way too many. Oh, yeah. That's so I what think, I was getting. I think I was, they're adding more to free people, I, adding more advertising. I, but When I had went there, it was like I was sitting there for like 20 minutes watching stupid ads. 20 minutes, but yeah, it, okay. was about, it was about three minutes or so. It was it was bad. I, I but was what like, was cool wow. is it was it was advertising I gave a crap about. That was the only cool, I mean, it was Gunpla. I, yeah. It was... Uh, I, I, I immediately logged into my phone to the app store because it showed me that there was a Tales of Links, uh, Tales of uh, Tales of series touch app that was on on iOS. Something and I got that Hulu that. would never do. Hulu is going to give me, for goodness sakes, they they they'll give me everything. But th- and it doesn't matter if you tell them I dislike this. I this does not is not relevant to me. Like, I will still we don't have be anybody. It. They're like we don't have anything else. <laughs> It's like we don't have anime advertisers or anything like that. All we have is this. You have nothing else. Um, but anyways, uh, it's going to include. I others. don't care about a car. I'm not buying a car. <laughs> I just bought a bunch of anime. I don't have enough money for a car. <laughs> uh, it's going to include other specials and member exclusive goodies. They haven't really said what. Um, it's going to start in U.S. and Canada for now, uh, but is looking to expand to other territories. Uh, older titles that they're talking about that are going to be popping on there for the premium members includes Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, uh, Seed Destiny, uh, Round Ver- Vernian Vifam, uh, Magical Sisters Yo-Yo and Nene, and Vegetable Fairies NY Salad. NY? Are we going to go with New York? I don't know if it's New York. I just I, I know it says NY, so I just said NY. I don't, I don't know. know if I'm curious about the New Magical Yallian? Sisters. Curious about the Magical Sisters. Don't know what a Vermfimf is. I don't know either. I almost wonder if I did a, a like a... <laughs> did I misspell that or a, a, did I type it wrong? No, it's it's Vifem. Oh, it's a, it's a Mecca. It's a Mecca, yeah. There you go. It's a Mecca. Anywho, 
Sekai Project is the last group that we had that I have on my thing here. Um, they announced they're going to be, and I don't really care much for what Sekai announced recently because it's like 50 million visual novels anymore. You got it I in can't here. Keep track of I was I was going to say something, but then I was like, no, I'll, I'll let Andrew because I I, I don't want Andrew to get lit up, and he, you got it in here anyway, so you're gonna get lit up. I just said that the that they announced like 50 million visual novels. That's all I was gonna say. If you want me to get into the fact that I don't, I'm never gonna support Sekai Project ever again because they're not actually <laughs> going to send me a replacement of my clan that came destroyed. That's a whole different story. But yeah, they announced they're going to do a Kickstarter for an anime based on Sayori and Neko Works Nekopara adult game. A uh, and has inquired them if, for further details. Uh, but got nothing further about the project, specifically if it would be an adult anime. <laughs> because, for those that don't know, Nekopara gets kind of naughty and sexual. So, the uncensored version. Um, but that was interesting. I, Like I said, I, I, I could care less about the latest Kickstarter from Sekai Project. But that was interesting, especially because Nekopara was te- technically is one that I've been kind of baiting wanting to get for a long time. Um, but more so in the idea that they're finally getting to anime-related stuff. So, I'm curious how much of a... It's also curious because technically when they put that Kickstarter out there, it's really going to put a price tag on, I would probably assume going to be a budget anime, but it's going to put a price tag on an anime production. So that's really curious. And I think it really depends on how much kickback they want from Japan as to if it's going to be TV airing and it's going to be censored or if it's going to be you know, OVA or something like that, or straight to disc, and it's going to have that adult content to get to more to their fan base rather than most eyes as possible. So, really curious as to how this turns out, even if I have my issues with Sekai Project. Um, I was good. Yes. I'm going to leave that rant for later when I have a confirmation. So, uh, simulcasts are now live on otakuspirit.com. So, if you've not gone to the otakuspirit.com website, up the top, we have a simulcast link. Um, we put a lot of effort into making a full list of where to find anime legally streaming for North America and some surrounding regions. Um, so go there if you're looking for a particular show in the season. Or, hey, if you want to look at older seasons, we have that list still there. Um, but the sim- summer 2016 list is up there. The surprising thing about it, I think everything got licensed that, we're, that we talked about that is technically most all of them on NA chart that look like anime. So that's that's really exciting. Uh, there was a few stragglers, but it looked like Crunchyroll picked them up, and so now pretty much everything is covered in that list. So check that out. Well, moving forward, that is all the news we have. Did you have anything else in your mind? No. Nothing you want to bring out? Nothing no. you want to tell people? No. No? Okay. Uh, community questions. Again, you can go to takuspread.com, go up the forum link at the top, go to the anime, uh, anime cast forums, go to the anime cast question thread, or you can just go to the contact us button at the top of autocuspare.com, or you can just tweet us, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, we have some questions here. Um, going through them, we're going to see what people have to talk about. Hopefully, we get some good discussion out of here. But we got to start off with Semi Bolt. Semi Bolt says, What anime would you want to see as long as a long running series? Anything that's good. Now, I, I guess it's a double. It's it's got its if in there or its butts in there because it's really. Sometimes you gotta be careful what you wish for because if you do want a long running series of like your your, the, your favorite show ever, 
it goes out the bounds of what the writer may have been planning and thus it can get into the realm of becoming just filler and them just talking out their butt, so to speak. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they have to have it planned to have a series drag out that long. The, the creator has to have some kind... Not necessarily that the creator has in mind, this is what I would do at episode 500. More of that the, the writer has this in mind and how it can expand its world it has to have some tears to its world that he w- it would want to kind of get into, or it would have to have tears to the characters that it wants to get into, or the comedy that it would want to get into. So, basically, the bigger the canvas you see when you first see it, the more interested you are in the world. Now, what a good a good shonen esque type show or long running series, the epics as we used to call them, what they all have generally in com- common is. They have a huge canvas, and then they have interesting characters in that huge canvas, and then they slowly just follow up with what that that character is doing in that world, and you slowly unlock the mysteries of the world with these really interesting characters. That's how it works, Um, and shows that generally do that are the ones that you really want to see a long-running series of. But yeah, we had recently uh, Seraph of the End kind of started off that way. I think when we were first talking about that show, it was like this has kind of opened itself up to, yeah, this could be a really good, you know, epic if they want to take it that route. Because right. it does have all of the – it has all that stuff formula in there that I would want to see kind of expanded on. Um, Noragami is one of those ones that's in that realm of I kind of – be careful what you wish for because I want I want more Noragami, but at the same time I'm really afraid well, that's of how I feel if about they it. have that canvas to work with. That's what how I feel about uh, like Trinity Seven. I think that it is a good solid show, but then when I think about it, do I want to an epic turned out of it? Uh, just at the edge of an epic, I don't want to see a One Piece, Dragon Ball Z. I don't want to see that. I want to see something along the lines of like Noragami where they just after a couple uh, after a year dump out another 20 or another 12 episodes that's yeah, fine. It, it does seem like with the the manga for Noragami that they've gotten to this point where they've hinted at something that they could easily expand on in a great detail but it's like I don't really want them to get to the point where they're going to convolute the story it's been so focus so far that I don't want them and that's usually what happens with when it gets that realm of being an epic and they're 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 tying the guy up to the 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 desk and saying write more we need more stuff because we have your stuff is you're you're we're almost out of your current volumes right now we need more stuff that's kind of what I was afraid of with Seraph at the end because when we got the ending of uh the second season of Seraph at the end it was technically airing before he had even made the manga for that particular part of it. And yes, technically he probably has it wrote, the story wrote and he hasn't just drawn it yet, but there's still that element of he's, he's literally, they're literally were driving on fumes at that point. And we don't quite know exactly what all he has meticulously written out yet, but based off of viewing judgment, we kind of make that judgment. But uh, Seven Deadly Sins, I also thought was kind of one of those ones that based off of the first series that we watched, it was like I can see this being a, a really good shonen that doesn't feel too much like it. It is still a shonen epic type show, but it still has a lot to it that is not like a typical shonen. It's it's more it seems a lot more adult and certain humor and I guess it's the best way I can put it, maybe more heavy in certain regards. So 
I would like to see that kind of continue on and, and get huge. So, um, see anything else for that one? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, same ball also says, do you guys have a favorite mangaka that has done multiple series? Mine would be, uh, the duo Takashi Obata and, uh, Sugumi Oba that made Bakuman death note and recently platinum end. He says, please make it into an anime. Um, I can't really can't answer this question very well because most of the mangakas that I've gotten into so far that I have enjoyed, that's pretty much all they've made. Um, and it's really something I've noticed with a lot of them. And it's really, I think, probably because I haven't really gotten to the older stuff. It's a lot of the newer stuff. And most of them, that, that's all they've really done. It's the only one they're really successful in. So I have, but I can't but really... <laughs> silent voice lady... That new one that comes out, yeah. if that one ends up knocking out of the park, that she'll end easily be one of mine. So, I did. I, I, I'm. There's a few that I'm watching, but they haven't really released anything. Like, like Andrew was saying, the, the mangaka for um, Silent Voice. Um, my, uh, you're looking for them. They're now up there, and you're not gonna be able to see them from here. <laughs> uh, Flowers of Evil. I, I, I'm very interested in what, what, what that mangaka does in the future. Uh, the one for if if we ever see something more from the the one who did the um, Inside Mari, I'd I'd be interested in seeing where that that mangaka goes in the future. But the ones that I have actually done this with and I have actually seen that with um, are in the more questionable content, and I usually will follow a mangaka based on their storytelling the type of content that they cover and their artwork style their artwork style i generally love so yeah yeah um some people also says do you guys like short movies like garden of words or long movies like the disappearance of haruhi suzumiya um that's going to go back in the realm of earlier with the long running series. If that's the story they want to tell often, if it's too short and it feels too short, it's because they weren't given enough time. And that always sucks. So um, quick to consume is always a cool thing. It definitely makes it harder for us to review shorter stuff. Um, longer running shows or running movies just means more time to consume something. But sometimes that can turn into something that's like get to the point already. So it's a mixed bag. I always just like, if they have the content for it, I'm all for a longer running movie. So sounds that's fair. That's yeah. About, about the end of the story there. Um, have you seen Code Geass, Akito, the exiled uh, OVAs and are they worth watching? I have not. Um, I seen them shortly after I watched Code Geass and I was very interested just because I wanted more Code Geass. But then when I kind of seen that it was different, it looked like it was different characters and the fact that it never really ever came over here, it just kind of left my mind. And you bring it up in this question, I had to recheck what it was because I'm like, is that that thing? And I check, yeah, that's that's that thing. I I at some point I didn't even think it was gonna happen. I I was questioning if it was even existing, if it was something that was a rumor. And then you're asking about, it, and I'm like, okay, it actually happened. And no, I haven't watched it, and I lost all kind of interest in it based on the fact that it didn't look like it was in the same realm of the original series, which. The original series, I liked it for what it did and not necessarily for the mechanics. So give me something else. Those mechanics doesn't really interest me all that much. But maybe since Funimation's doing the new release of Code Geass, maybe they'll pick up the Akitos and we'll check them out at that point. But no. 
Simi uh, Ball says, since Andrew has been getting into manga more, thumbs up. Which series has your guys' favorite art? Noragami. Inside Mari. Mm, I wouldn't go with that one, but yeah. yeah. Or uh, the... Flowers uh, <laughs> of Evil. I like that, that, that person's artwork style. I, I really do like that person's artwork style. Yeah. I like Nor- Noragami because it's just... They get really artistic with, especially the covers. I love the covers, um, and I just every time like Hiori Iki, I love her character design. Um, a lot of the uh, the other Shinkies, I love their character designs. It's just a, it just looks very beautiful sometimes. So definitely the cover arcs though. I need to really look at that, see how the the artwork style is on that. Uh, Where do you got see it? here. Let's see one. Oh my gosh! I just need a good panel. Oh, I thought you were just looking for something that looked good. No, I just want to get a good panel so I can see the artwork style. Don't break my bindings, man! Don't break my bindings. Oh, let's see here. Sammy Bolts, last question says: Do you guys have a favorite Otaku Spirit podcast episode? My favorite would be Anime Face Third Impact. Uh, I've listened to countless times, and it always makes me laugh. And the top 50 anime you should watch episode is another favorite because of how much work and information was put into it. Uh, thank you for listening to those and listening to multiple times. Um, I, I can't say that I have a favorite because um, mainly because I, 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 after editing them and posting them, I, I'm sick of them and I don't want to listen to them ever again. Um, but I think the ones that I enjoy doing the most is probably... Uh, yeah, the just ones the single generally. the single reviews I really enjoy doing because I try to put as much effort to them as possible. Music episodes I love putting as much effort to them as possible, and the outcome of those as well is something that I enjoy listening to on a regular basis. But that's kind of a cop out. Yeah, I tend to listen to the music episodes over and over and over again. So it's really difficult to listen to yourself talk. Yeah. Because you're often you're in your mind answering, finishing your sentences. <laughs> I get in arguments and, with, with us all the time. So, <laughs> and yeah, sometimes you'll say something that's kind of wrong or awkward, and you're going, "Why did I say that?" So it, it's it's di- more difficult for us to enjoy that than from other people. I, I think the artwork is a little bit simplistic, but you know, I love it. I don't. I don't hate it. I yeah, it's just, not simplistic I think at all. It, I think it looks more simplistic than the ones that I was pointing out a little while ago. Well, it's it, artsy fartsy versus simplistic. Or versus I don't think it's artsy. Simple. I think it's just more detailed. More detailed versus more simplistic. I don't. I don't. I don't like artsy. I. I think that's just crazy. So, um, no. Uh, on the he other, insulted my origami, and he's. I didn't fine. insult it. I said it's simplistic. simplistic. If I'm. If I'm going for what I like, I like more detail. Um, <laughs> let me answer the stupid question. <laughs> just it's not a stupid it. question. Why did I say it that way? <laughs> let me answer Simibolt's stupid question. <laughs> He's just insulting everybody You're right now. You're sidetracking me. Shut Anybody up. else you want to insult? No, I like the ones where we tend... Uh, the ones that I have fun with is usually the, the, the discussionals because... We just go off the rails, and there's no holds barred. We can just talk about whatever we want to talk about. And I have a lot of fun, especially when I can get Andrew to really kind of uh, engage and just have fun. And then we just... Apparently, because I don't have fun any other times. No, no, no. He's having so much fun insulting us right now. (laughs) 
Anything else you want to insult? Anyway, so yeah, I I those are the ones that I have the most fun with. Um, the the ones that I listen to the most tend to be the musicals. Um, but yeah, I don't really have a particular favorite. Um, probably the one where I ended up going into a random thing where we were everybody was trying to get me to do the goofy. Oh gosh sounds and i don't know even a horse that's not the sound a horse makes he's like (laughs) make a a sound of a horse and he starts barking i'm like a horse don't make barking noises or something as much as i hated doing that i did have a lot of fun and i i even played it for my mom and she she had a lot of fun listening to me being goofy and but yeah it's it's, it was a pity laugh it it probably (laughs) um see here that's 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 all from simi bolt for that one i think we have another one later but uh Judo says, if you could take any anime character and place them in a different anime, who would you move, where, and why? Example, Shiro from Fate Stay Night uh, into Attack on Titan because he deserves to be eaten. <laughs> or Rika from Chinobio and Other Delusions into Konosuba because she and Megami would be the best friends and have wacky adventures. I don't think so. I think they'd hate each other. If they didn't start a, oh, yeah, a battle you, of rivalry, you would you would either have like one of them would claim that they've been possessed by some kind of magical power, and the other one would say no, I was possessed by that magical power, or they would have like fights over which one has the most power and under their eye patch, and and then Mega Man would end up killing Rika because Rika's not actually magical. It's only in no, her mind. no. If she is in in Konosuba, she is. I mean, she's she's a goddess. I mean. Obviously, she would destroy. That's assuming that Rika gets power immediately when she gets there. She obviously is going to get power when she goes there because she's a goddess. I mean, you said obviously. Why is it obvious? She's a goddess. No, How can you not have goddess powers if you're a goddess? It doesn't work that way. There was a certain other goddess that showed up in Konosuba. They didn't have <laughs> goddess powers That's because she's incompetent. <laughs> Why do you call her incompetent? She wasn't that bad. <laughs> I didn't say she was bad. I just said she was incompetent. That bad. I'm saying it's not that bad. Jeez, you're so mean. You're just insulting more people. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think we answered this question before once before, and I really had no good ideas. Um, but that that sounds awesome, the idea of Rika going to, to Konosuba. Any character going to Konosuba would be hilarious. I mean, throw Archer from Fate Stay Night into to Konosuba just to see what the hell he would respond to everything in that world. Just seeing, you know, Unlimited Blade Works Archer standing next to mayhem that's happening in front of the village. It would just be hilarious. He would find it just too much <laughs> too much trouble and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I mean, I have the fascination with the idea of taking characters from other shows and putting them into a harem show just to see how they would react to a harem situation. One of the more serious shows or whatever would be great to do that with, but yeah, I don't have really any other examples. He said also Deko Mori Desu or Karen Desu. Um, in case Chris doesn't know what that is, Deko Mori is the girl from Love Chinubio of Delusions, a pigtail girl. Oh, love And her. Karen is from Karen Mosaic. And they both have their Desu videos. I'm assuming you're referencing the Desu videos. Um, I am was immediately going to say the uh, girl from uh, Chinubio because she was adorable and I had never watched mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts But then the moment I listened to the Karen Desu video, I am instantly recognized that Desu and she's Congo Des. 
So I immediately had to go with Karen Desu. All because of the vo- the 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 seiyu for Karen I, Desu. I I I I was fr- being kind of stuck between the two because of which one I find more adorable and I would have to say I've probably leaned towards Karen but man those twin tails she can do a lot of stuff with those twin tails. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thanks for the question to you, dude. Uh, sorry, I don't really have a better example of a, a character in another world. I, it's something that I never really think about. Much, I don't really. And I would have to sit there and take five hours thinking about that out. And it I would mean, probably not be anything interesting. I, I, I mean, can I just take a girl and bring her into ooh, my world? Ooh, ooh uh, uh, let's take Yato from Noragami and stick him into Bleach and put him up against the Shinigamis there. That'd be cool. I don't know why that suddenly came to my mind, no. but it just came to my mind. No, I don't want to see that. Yeah, you're you're uh, what's his face? The the crazy psycho dude with the spike Kimpachi. hair. Kimpachi versus Yato. That'd be really cool. He would get destroyed. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. No, because totally get destroyed. Because somebody has Kimpachi a very special too, cheeky. Kimpachi is too epic. You cannot just put him against Yato and not he just have him he destroy. He does not have plot armor. That's the problem. Yato has plot armor. Yes, he does. He does no he, plot armor. Kimpachi has the no, ultimate no, plot armor. <laughs> only in your own mind, in your weird <laughs> self-roten dojinshi. And, and plus, later later man, uh, manga chapters, other things happen that will make him even more epic. Yeah. Because he's gonna. they're going to keep writing origami, too. He doesn't just scrub toilets. Gosh. Uh, Marty Aragi says, What's up, guys? Woo. Finally found the thread. I did not know that this... That... I did not know this was that thread for asking questions for the anime cast. But anyways, I'm sorry. It took you long to find it. Uh, are you guys planning on picking up future tones for PS4? It's I think it's already good. Gotten. I think it's already gotten. No, it can't be gotten. Uh, it's pretty good. The controls are pretty good. I hope they are as good as X coming out in August, which, yes, I am planning on picking up because I really love these games, uh, especially since they are they're, they are new songs. So this is the uh, so this and Future Tones should keep me my gaming cue field. Take care. No. What? Because Future Tones is PSN only Japan. Um, you can get the demo right now. We got the demo and it's amazing, but yeah, the question really comes is Sega and North America going to bring it over here. I, I've said this before. I doubt it because it has like 250 some songs and they're not going to license all those. Um, I would love it. I am planning if it's not here, if they haven't said anything within a year, I'll probably go out and buy, an extremely expensive amount of Japanese yen for PSN and buy it digitally through my Japanese account. Um, but yeah, that kind of sucks that I don't think it's ever going to come over here. But yeah, you can get the the demo. It has two songs and it's 60 frames per second of awesomeness. The The visuals are amazingly beautiful. Um, yeah, really cool. Uh, as for X, it's good because it has more great songs I was a little bit saddened by it because they're only stage songs. There's no really cool elaborate songs they have in that one. Uh, we, we play the Vita version, by the way. Um, but I still like it because it's more, yeah, like you said, it's more Miku music. And they're planning on bringing the uh, 
was it called Sharing Your World, which was the one that they did at the Miku Expo last year that they played on uh, David Letterman. Okay. They're going to put that song in Diva X as a DLC, so that's cool. But yeah, we're already planning on getting Diva X. already have it on the Vita with the Japanese version. Would love feature tones. Don't think it's going to happen. But yeah, there you go. Fullmetal Snorlax says, hey, how y'all doing? Waits. Okay. How are you doing? We're supposed to wait. Oh, we're waiting? He says, wait. Okay. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, says Full Metal Snorlax. Well, I... But just thinking about asking some questions after the community was called out last episode. I, that's a good thing. That was probably Chris. I'll start with one I've been asking uh, asking in the introduction, introduce yourself thread section of the forums, which you can go there when you make an account. You can go to the introduce yourself there and you can talk about yourself and it becomes your personal thread because people will ask you great questions and you can have great conversations in there. I love that every time that we get a new person on the forums and they go, even if it's sadly sometimes somebody just signs up and they post one in the introductions and they introduce themselves and they never come back. It's so nice that before I like, I'll check the forums, I'll check the introduction threads and then I'll come back like the end of the day and I'll go check there. And somebody had post at some point after I left and there's tons of people asking questions and they're just getting welcomed in. And that's, that's awesome. I love how welcoming people are on our forums. Anyways, the question that uh, full panel Snorlax always ask is if either of you could compare, Complete, uh, could have complete creative control over an original, unbound by original creator and other problems, spin-off anime, what series would it be, who would it follow, and what would it entail? Um, immediately that came to mind when I first read this question, because I just freshly had Dorgami in my mind, was I would love a slice-of-life spin-off of just following Hiyori Iki. That would be cool, because... At some point in this, the manga, they're kind of getting into her. I mean, you, you already knew from, like, the first episode of Noragami, the TV series, that her family owns a hospital. But they kind of get more into that kind of stuff later on. And I would love just a slice of life of her. Um, outside of that, um, I don't know, maybe a, a, a spinoff series of uh, Rin Tosaka and... Didn't you want a spinoff of Tensei? Her training... Going up to the point of the the show itself or this visual novel, huh? Didn't you want a spinoff of Tensai at one point? Yes, Tensai from uh, None of Us Very Treasures. That would I think they made a manga, but never heard anything after that. But that she was like that was only really because she was the only thing I enjoyed about that show. And so I was like, if you gave me a spinoff <laughs> of her, I'd be perfectly happy. But probably never going to happen. Um, when we watched the Asterisk War. I wanted a spinoff of Kieran and Saya. I thought that would be pretty cool. And with uh, Saya, you can get into like her father and the weapons he makes. And with Kieran, you can get into how she learned her quick blade and all the stuff with her father. And possibly outside the realms of the show itself, finding some way of, of helping her father. Because obviously when you first start the show, you you know that she has this. She wants to team up with the main character to go get that wish to help her father but what routes would she take to to do that going forward kind of thing so i mean i can look through like my list of all the shows i've ever watched and i'd probably just find like best characters and want spinoffs of them like 
Grimgar and Fantasy and Ash, give me a Yume series where it's just her and she's off on her own doing her own thing. Um, Gate, you can do Rory Mercury and just her travels before she met the main character and went on their adventures together. What what was she doing before then? The whole guy that she's always afraid of whenever she goes in the subway of, of running into and all that kind of stuff would be pretty cool. Vegeta? Griselda and all of her things. A Vegeta story? They probably have it out there already <laughs> somewhere, some side story of just Vegeta. What, like before the show or something? Yeah, I think that would be Would you really want to watch a show where he's going around destroying planets? Yes. I don't know if he'd be like that. Vegeta being awesome old Vegeta. You hate dark shows. He would be dark there. He would That's just true. be killing innocent children and stuff. <laughs> I don't know if they really insinuate they killed innocent children, but... Yeah, he was destroying planets, wasn't he? Yeah, he was destroying planets. Yeah, there you go. All that kind of stuff. That would be dark. Uh, we just recently watched all the way through uh, from the new world, and I would just love new stuff. Anything more of that world would be would great. I just, I just soaked up everything of that that world. So, yeah. As far as where it would take it from there, I mean, hints at the idea of it just being adventures of off the side from the main story, but. I'd, of course, want the original creator to be involved to just give me more of your character kind of thing. Like, give me more of what you have here. Just, I want to soak it all up kind of stuff. So, yeah. Anything else you got? I'm looking and I I don't know. I don't, I don't, I would probably like some stuff from the Maya. But see, that's just standard stuff. I mean, Spice and Wolf and Maya. (laughs) That's the problem. It's like, not really... The specifically here is side side stuff yeah, original. Exactly. It's like no, I just want more of this or more of that. <laughs> adapt more of Spice and Wolf. Adapt Anna, more of my Anna and Kay. I would love an entire series based around her. That'd I think cool. that would yeah. be awesome. We kind of got a kind of got a movie, but wasn't fully about her. So that was an unfortunate thing. Um, Full Metal Snorlax. While you keep thinking, Full Metal Snorlax also says. Um, Let's see here. Which character do you have the most amount of empathy towards? What about the least empathy towards? I'm in the Shinji realm. I'm 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 the Shin, in Shinji camp. I think Shinji of Neon Genesis Evangelion. To, I have so much more empathy with him than pretty much everybody else in the world. I kind of see his life as being pretty screwed up, and he has reasons for being the way he is. Whereas Shinji from Unlimited Blade Works, I have zero <laughs> empathy for. Because he's a jerk and deserves to die a thousand deaths. To a scary level, the character from Watamote. A character from Watamote? Is it, you the just main that character vague? from Watamote. Oh, empathy. Okay, gotcha. Scary level of empathy. I, I connected to her way too much. He's a, he's also, a, we've mentioned before, he's also a schoolgirl with social anxieties. <laughs> and does weird things in, in subways. <laughs> I'm always going to bring that up because that was the reason I dropped it. <laughs> we'll have a question for that later. Anything, a least amount of empathy? Least amount of empathy. I- I'm waiting for it. Come on. Huh. A certain character from a mecha show that you really, really hate. Starts with an S, ends oh. with an N. <laughs> Slain. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I had empathy for him up until the point that he didn't make any sense anymore. <laughs> and then you had least empathy for him. Uh, let's see here. What are some of your pet peeves, criticisms of a series? 
pet peeve criticisms. Um, like people criticizing certain things of certain series. Um, I, I think it really falls in the realms of whenever something makes sense to me, but it doesn't make sense to other people. That's where it comes to bother. I mean, fresh in the mind is like a uh, cabin of the iron fortress. A lot of people had issues with uh, the characters in that show. And it's like, but they all fell into the realm of something that made sense to me. So I don't know why it's so troubling to other people. Like, this girl is 12 years old and she's acting like a child because she's 12 years old kind of thing. Those kind of things always bother me. I mean, uh, I'm not pointing them out specifically to criticize them, but more of the idea of uh, when a show is doing something with a character like ReZero right now, a lot of people have issues with how Subaru is acting. And it's like, but in my mind, I see that as the ultimate I, – I think that's what the story is trying to tell, and that is really where Subaru is going right now. So to have issues with the show and how he's acting is going counter to what the writer wants to do right now, which is have this guy have a mental breakdown. And that's really where it's going. So to have an issue with that is kind of missing the point of what the show is doing. If you have issue with that, it's fine and – and I don't, I'm not saying you should um, you should force you to watch it or anything like that. It's just it's working for me because it makes sense to me, and that's what the narrative wants to do. I'm I'm I actually kind of was talking to Andrew about something kind of similar to this, and it's actually it's kind of become a random thing that is just more. I've noticed it more and more, and it's starting to stand out more and more. Um, I'm moving away from my frustration with people getting tired of the same old thing over and over and over again. And now I'm moving into more, I'm getting more frustrated with people getting frustrated at storytelling. And it's like, I, I don't necessarily, I used to kind of have my two things that I was really frustrated with whenever a character, like we were making the, Andrew was making the joke about me and my whole thing with slain. I, didn't care for him because he did what was what I consider a break in his character logic. I, what you perceive as his character logic. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of of getting more frustrated at people just always nitpicking things. And, and I don't like this because it's doing this and that doesn't make sense. Well, it's, it makes sense in the grounds of that world. I mean, I don't understand why that is the thing that's going to ruin the entire show for you. And it's, and it's, it's frustrating to me. And, and I'm getting to the point where it's, it's, I almost want to let things go even more. It's, it's almost like I'm becoming more, um, counter to that kind of mentality where I, you, when you are so piling on, I don't like this, I don't like that, and you you start that snowball rolling, and eventually you get to the point where you hate it so much because of one little thing that happened at the beginning of the first episode that ruined the entire show for you. Well, I'm going to become more count. I feel like I'm I have to become more counter to that, and not not saying that that is the reason why I am... He so, loves every show. I love every show. <laughs> but no, Unless a girl dies in later parts of it. Yeah, then I then, hate then it. Then I hate it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's more... I feel myself becoming more defensive of that show. And it's, it's not that things don't bother me because I... 
when Andrews when so- Andrew says something and it's like, yeah, I can see that problem. I it's not because I think that Andrew always has a valid point. It's more that I can see where he would have that problem with that show. And it's so I tend to go when I hear people constantly on and on and on about things, it's like this thing doesn't seem that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Like Andrew has pointed out before, you, you've got people that are flying in the air. What, why is that a problem that somebody can pick up a, 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 uh, a cup with their head? Why is that a problem for you? If they the entire race is flying through the sky, you, 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 pick up the the marble but you're you're okay with the big old boulder coming down the the this it, it if you're going to be have a problem with something be consistent in what you have a problem with don't don't just go with little things and freak out a, and and don't say a dang thing about the whole thing does that make sense yeah i've, I've recently had an issue with uh the tear down of one episode kind of thing where Somebody watches one episode and they say, this is why this entire series sucks because here, let's watch the first episode. This is stupid. This is stupid. This is stupid. And And it's like, I can do that with shows I love. It's not like it's difficult to pick apart one episode, but that doesn't mean the show as a whole suddenly becomes crap because you found these faults in this one show because the the show itself does something entirely different. So why are you fixated on one thing? But like I said, anybody can pick apart a show. It's it's more interesting to see what somebody sees out of a show, in my opinion. So, yeah, I I have the same issue where it's, sometimes I feel like, I, like I've had shows where somebody tears it apart and I go, yeah, technically I didn't really like that show either. But then I'm like, it almost makes you want to go back and watch it again to see if it was really that bad. And to kind of point out, no, technically it had things to say here. Were you looking at that as well? Here, let me show you what it had to say that you were too busy focusing on this to pay attention to. Right. And it, and, it, and it's, it, it, there's, there's this thing of, I, I hear a lot as the writing sucked because of this problem. And it's like, no, the, the, the writing necessarily didn't suck. It, I would lean it more towards how it is presented to you. I don't have I, I, th- there's, there's so many things that come into play when it comes to a show. If a show has bad, uh, how do you put it? Um, bad, it, a show that, that generally you and me both just absolutely despise would probably be Pupa. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the poor baby that we just hit all the time because it is the I didn't hate it I just stopped watching it. Yeah, it, it's it's the show that I no I don't really hate it either. I like it because it's there. I like it's having like it, fun of it. It's just it's, it's like the easy, regular Magic High isn't a terrible show. I just had had fun yeah. making fun of it. I I I generally if I use a show that I can go okay that's the show that we didn't like it's it's easy it's the 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 big elephant in the room we can we can take pot shots at it pretty easily and everybody generally knows why we didn't like it um so it's it's one of those things of like 
that one didn't really have a very solid through line. You didn't, it felt like it was all over the place. It didn't, it didn't come across well. It didn't tell its story well. That's to me, bad writing. There's generally a thought process that went behind it, that they were trying to do something that they thought was interesting and artic- uh, artistic. But to me, it didn't come across. I didn't catch the things that they were trying to show me. They, the storyline didn't, didn't jump out at me. The characters did not work for me. So there's a lot of things that if I was to say that's bad writing, that's bad writing to me. Now, you can't, yeah, I guess I'm going to the extreme before I point out the ones that, my problem is more along the lines of if you, if you want to bash something for writing, I mean, make sure that you know it is the writing that is the problem. Just to say, I didn't like the writing, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Explain it. Why is it that you didn't like the writing? I, I, yes, there's, there's plot holes. Yes, there's, a lot of these shows have continuity areas. Why, why does that bother you? Does that make sense? I, I know that I'm kind of all over the place. You are kind of all over the place. I got that a while back. I just figured you would bring it around eventually. Um, Full of Metal Out Snorlax also says, uh, any anime conspiracy theories you subscribe to, uh, example, continuation theory for the object of Angelion? No. I, I usually don't care much for the theories, uh, especially the ones that are kind of about past stuff, about why choices are made. Like, for example, in the object of Evangelion, um, for anime specifically, just because it it really is one of those things where, like I, I we mentioned before, the idea of somebody saying something becoming journalized or journalists picked it up and then it becomes factual and it's not really factual kind of thing that that bugs me more than anything anything you have no 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 um there was that theory about uh is the order rabbit being about uh, a world where world war ii that's panned fun. out differently <laughs> that's fun i as long as we get cute girls we'll we'll, we'll subscribe to it um, what's your most po- unpopular opinion of us on a series? One Punch Man. Yeah, I mean, One Punch Man Between not really Punch doing Man much. Between One Punch Man and Kill a Kill. I think we got more flack over Kill yeah. a Kill than we did uh, on One Punch Man. I get a lot of flack for a lot of things, trigger-wise, so... Because that's one of the ones that I... I don't give them... I don't apologize for my opinions on the shows, and I get a lot of flack for my choices and what I say about those shows. I mean, we've, we've got a negative iTunes review just because I dismissed Kill a Kill before I finished it. I'm planning on going back, (laughs) but yet me saying that I dropped it becomes I'm a bad person. So, and I didn't necessarily say that I hated it. I love Kill a Kill. I think that it was what I said was it was over the top. That's what Kill a Kill is. I don't know why that's a bad thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess the unpopular opinion that we have is that we we say positive things about shows that a lot of other people destroy true. and I've heard some comments that I wonder if they're talking about us that say that we fluff things up too much but it's like it's because we love what we, what we watch so it's not that we're gonna apologize for it so our unpopular opinion is that we're too positive sadly um, and maybe that's more in the realm of somebody might not view us as 
proper critics, but we've never claimed to be critics. We're we're giving our opinion on these things, so yeah. Uh what's your favorite decade style of animation and why? Uh, I mean, I'm obviously still a fan of the old generations of cell animation. I mean, watching older stuff that is fully cell animation is just gorgeous seeing the amount of work and sweat and tears they put into old shows. Um, but just like character designs and stuff, I, I really like, I like a lot of stuff from the eighties. I like some stuff from the nineties. Um, here recently I, we were talking about Sailor Moon Crystal and I was like looking at like the old nineties Sailor Moon. And I'm going, I miss that. And watching like something like Ranma one half and going, I miss these character designs. They were just so, I love the design of, of the characters themselves. And it's something that we don't really get anymore. It's not to say that I dislike any of the decades i mean it going all into right now i love each decade and what the new things they bring to the table i mean when we were talking about covenary and the iron fortress and the kind of technology they were putting behind that and the the facial blushing and stuff they were doing i mean just the the hair the the art design the character designs each decade seems to bring something new that i really really like so i mean i can't really point out one specifically i mean i'm my nostalgia glasses goes to the 90s because that's where i really got into anime but like I said, I, I also love a lot of things from the '80s too. I it, it depends on what I'm looking for. If I was to say anything, if I was looking for something a little bit more, I don't want to say attractive, but I guess that's the best way of putting it. Um, because I think the anime girls in the '80s and '90s look more attractive. I I don't know how to. Yeah, Fullmetal Starlight has a, a Ray Ayanami. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe that other than to say it that way. Um, now, that does not mean that the girls today, I think that the girls today are more cute, if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> yeah, because I'm moedifying anime yeah, right Yeah, they're now. moe. Uh, what, what can I say? Uh, no, uh, that's, that's, I generally don't have an aesthetic that I particularly cling to. I'm not going to go the older shows are the pinnacle of what looks good i do appreciate what is in the past i also love what is in what is upcoming what is new what is the new stuff that's coming so i guess i fall into what andrew is saying yeah i mean if you're just looking for the mechanics of animation itself though i like i said i still love the older style just because there was no cg um but it, but also at the same time, there's a lot of studios that are doing things with CG right now that's doing really well. They're doing like Ufootables, like the one we always bring up, doing amazing stuff with with CG animation. But there's also a lot of them that are not doing really good stuff with CG animation, and it's not going to really get anywhere away from that until eventually they get that technology that can have CG animated characters get flattened into a 2D world, and you won't even know the difference. I'm excited for that because then I'll finally get rid of that. St- stigma against the cg that i me personally i don't really like a lot of the time so uh, especially with large crowds and stuff i mean we were we were watching um love live the movie and i love that show all the way through i thought the dance routines were great but then they threw the cg into the dance routines when they were on stage and then they suddenly out of nowhere the 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 groups of people in the streets were all in CG and it's like no stay away from that because I was loving everything about this show until I seen the robo people walking around and it's something that's always been stuck I mean uh, Anthem of the Heart I got a lot of flack because I point out the fact that the 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 room full of people at the at the school were all CG robot looking people sitting around and it's like 
most people won't notice it, but I noticed it and it bothered me and I wish it wasn't there. Hopefully eventually they get to the point where that's not a problem anymore. Um, Full Metal Snarlock also says, well, that's all I have for now. Keep up the great works or great work on the podcast till next time. Thanks for the question, Snarlock. Um, let's see here. Companion QB is here to probably try to get us to make a pact again. It says question time. I'll drop my own answers in as well. Careful saying question time. Somebody apparently has copyrighted that on our forums. Yes, be careful. Just saying that. Careful. Don't put a number on. I think it's when you add a number. Okay. So I think you're fine right now. There might be a court case against you. It'll be a little difficult to get through because you don't have a number on there. So be. Yeah. Well, I did kind of like stop him from doing. You that. did not stop anybody just by saying that on the podcast. <laughs> not like you're suddenly stopped a court hearing. The judge is like, "Well, Chris said that, so we're throwing it out." Anyways, companion QB says, uh, what anime series have you watched the most number of times and how many times was it? We don't really watch through stuff over and over again, but... Uh, Easy one is... Tenchi. We always say, yeah, Tenchi Moyo. We watched the first like five or so episodes of that over and over and over and over and over again. Um, full watch through, I can't really say for sure, but I've watched in depth a lot of Clonod. Uh, Kokoro Connect, I've watched a few times most way through. Evangelion. I want to. Yeah, I've watched seen Evangelion about five times. That's one of the ones that I enjoy. Whenever I'm doing something, I turn on the dub and I let it sit there. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely one. I've watched Samurai Brides about three times. <laughs> you watched a lot of stuff two times because I had to end up watching it with you in order yeah. to review it. <laughs> well, I watched Nice Sedo- at the same time. Nice Sedonia. I I've watched a couple times, and I don't rewatch stuff, so it's kind of difficult. Movies, I do. Every now and then I'll throw that on to watch, rewatch. I mean, I watch. Oh my the, gosh. Now, if you're going outside of anime, I will watch the crap out of movies over and over again. <laughs> well, once I again, everybody really classifies <laughs> movies, anime, still anime. So. No, no, no. I'm not I'm talking about American uh, stuff. American uh, stuff. <laughs> nobody cares about that. Well, I was bad when I was a kid. How many times did we watch the, the Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> yeah. I'll rip your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> That's Robin Hood. I watched the crap out of that tombstone. I watched. Well, way why don't too you use times. an axe? Because a spoon it hurt more. You twitch. <laughs> it's a, I'll be your dandelion tombstone. I watched the crap out of that. I'll be a huckleberry. I'll be your huckleberry. What? The, why am I fixing all your quotes? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched those. Oh man, I love more that so movie. for me. Oh, yeah, okay. That really got off track. Um, <laughs> Jelly movies, I watched a lot of them over and over again. Um, like Kiki's Delivery Service and Prince of Monoke. Monoke. I've watched Monoke too many a times. few times. But, yeah. Way too many times. But, yeah, full series, it's, it's really more limited because that's, that's a lot of time. Uh, QB actually answers his own question. says, I don't usually rewatch shows, even though I would like the two more often. Uh, yeah, it's really a time thing. I mean, I would love to rewatch all the shows. I mean, we have a we have a breakdown spreadsheet that shows all the shows that we have on our shelves that we need to watch and or review. Show and a lot of those are shows that we just need to rewatch through, and it's more difficult to choose those ones because we want to watch something new. Anyways, it says, uh, but I have seen Bakamonogatari five times. I'm pretty sure I'll probably watch that multiple times once Ooh, we get finished. Madoka, I've watched Madoka a few times. That I can think of, I picked, uh, I pick up more each time I watch it. I've rewatched individual, uh, individual Kino's Journey episodes. I love Kino's Journey. I wish I need to finish that one a number of times, but not usually the whole series. It's, it's really a 
episodic show. So there's a lot of little kind of almost like Mushishi where there's kind of individual stories. So that kind of works for that. Uh, he also says, what is the furthest you have ever watched an anime series before dropping it and never finishing it? Chris never does that. Um, I've done it too many times. <laughs> More so in the past. Now lately, it's like I get to nine, I go, I might as well finish it. Probably um, Schwarzenmarken. There you go. That's the farthest I've ever gotten was, what was that, episode six, seven? No, that was like nine. Nine? Yeah, that was pretty close. Um... Aside from epics, so I'm going to put epics aside. Because, I mean, we get like 200 episodes into a show like Naruto and never finish it. Uh, and yeah, then eight that's to technically ten, true. Naruto and Bleach, I got really far in those. <laughs> I skimmed through my Miami list and the range of 8 to 10 episodes marks. I dropped Engage the Unidentified, Eccentric Family. Actually, I ended up sk- uh, skimming through the, the final parts of Eccentric Family. In Search of Lost Future, uh, Vivid Red Operation, which I still want to finish. Uh, Sunday Without a God, uh, Genjikin Second Season, uh, Dinky Guy, uh, Orino Twin Tails. And the worst ones I have on my list are Excel World, which was I was at 18 of 24. <laughs> I don't know why I stopped watching it. I think I got which annoyed one? by what they were doing. Excel, Excel World. Uh, that was the one that was like, it's technically like, I think, a sequel to Sora Online in the same world, oh, same okay. writer. I got you. Uh, Tokyo Ravens, I dropped at like 15 of 24. Log Horizon, I dropped at about the the first core end. And I thought you went through yeah. the second. You started the second core. As far I, as far as I got, they were getting into. I know the Christmas that I ended stuff. up. I ended up not dropping it. I just got sidetracked and never went back to it. I thought I got further than that too. So I, I wanted to go double check because I think I got into like some winter thing they were doing with some Santa guy and they finished that whole thing and they were going to another festival and I said, done. <laughs> done with the festivals. So yeah, that's why I draw that one. Um, he says, I typically finish any show I get past a couple of episodes on. So this question is pretty tough for me. I saw n- the first nine episodes of is, is This a Zombie before I couldn't take it anymore. I don't see how you did that. <laughs> Different things. I, there is there is things in there that kind of get weird. I'm not going to deny that, but I don't know. I think that it's I think it's kind of worth it. So, but hey, take it take it for what it is. This question is a little bit of a downer, but do you have do you have have you ever looked up to a staff member for an anime you love only discover that they have since passed away? No, I, I, it's only been recently that I've been really getting into directors and writers and all that kind of stuff. So it's a little more difficult for me to answer a question like this. Um, but yeah, every now and then, whenever I get a news of a say or something like that passing, that always bothers me because like, oh, that was the one that voiced this character that I really, really liked. But directors and writers, that's something, like I said, that's something that I've only recently been getting really into. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, thinking on, on like really creative people like Satoshi Kon, that kind of bothers me that that's something that's in the past. Um, and here recently we had uh, Yuko Mizutani, which was you know Mihoshi and stuff uh, passed away, and that was a that was a real bummer. But yeah, anything for you? No, you same wrong with me. <laughs> uh, answers his own question. Also said I've been watching Ghost Hound and absolutely loved it especially the sound design. Uh, so I looked into the director and discovered that the it was directed by Ryotari, uh, Ryotaro Nakamura, uh, who also directed Kino's Journey 
and Serial Experiments Lane. Sadly, Ghost Hound uh, appears to have been the final anime series that he directed as he died in 2013 after battling cancer tw- uh, since 2009. It's tragic since the show has uh, have such a distinct style to them, and his body of work it was relatively small. Hmm. I mean, that that's the, sucks. And that's one of those bothersome things, like I said, with like Satoshi Khan or maybe whenever Miyazaki finally passes away. It's just one of those things where that is their creative design, and to have that kind of be lost to the past is always kind of really bummer. Yeah, especially Miyazaki, when they have their own Miyazaki touch. Miyazaki would be one that would be like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, or, or like the, or the, the other guy. What, what, what's his name? Uh, the one that did the um, his kind of protege, the not really protege, but yeah, his partner. His, his partner. Yeah, I can't remember his name. When did the uh, Kaguya? He 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 would hurt me a little bit more. I I tend to like his stuff a little bit more than Miyazaki. Miyazaki's awesome. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I just I tend to be attracted to his stuff a little bit more. Okay. Uh, that's all the questions from QB. Thanks for the questions. Uh, Shikagage says, "Hey guys, have you have any of you watched High School DxD and done a review? What did you guys think of it? I remember you guys mentioning it in one of your episodes, but I'm not sure." If it was a review, I just have finished season one and absolutely had a lot of fun watching it. I can't believe I haven't watched this anime sooner. I thought I did do a review of at least Born. I because it, it was the probably show, a quick one. Yeah, the show itself is one that does not actually kind of. It's kind of done a lot of it, and we started officially on anime in the last two years. So. Born is the only one I can think of that actually came up during one of these seasons. Yeah. If it didn't, no, no, no big deal. I love it. I absolutely adore the show. I'm trying to get Andrew to soften up a little bit more before I slip it in there and say, "Hey, we're watching it. We're watching it now." Because it is technically a big he just, series. He just made me sit through uh, the world. God only knows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. I don't know why. Why is a softening up thing just to make me to the point where I accept everything? So I'll finally accept garbage. <laughs> it's not garbage. I'm joking. It's just a lot, a lot of fan service. <laughs> and I, I do sat not through deny Samurai Brides. It. That's true. And that was and useless. I think, I think this stuff. was. I think this is a li- uh, probably a notch down from Samurai Brides. But yeah. I it's 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 on the docket. We're going to do it. It's going to be done at some point. I do truly love it. I he's got to buy the Blu-rays. Yeah, I've thought about that quite a few times. Yeah, that new special edition with a pillow. I don't I don't need a special edition. I just want a Blu-ray of it, <laughs> an uncensored Blu-ray. I'm so sick of the stupid bars, and that one was bad on it. Oh, uncensored. Okay, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's it. Uh, thanks, Shikagage. Um, Star K says, Chris and Andrew, or Chris and Andrew. No, I said it twice. Chris and Andrew, or Andrew and Chris. I Chris have and a Andrew. few questions and a game. Also, hi. 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 First off, I didn't say actually hi to Shikagage. I'm sorry. Hi, Shikagage. Uh, first off, who wears the pants in the waifu relationship? It depends on the waifu. Because, I mean, if it's like Saber. That's a good question, whereas if it's, you know, a more freely and cute character, it's it's easy to decide. And I won't say either way, because otherwise I might be, somebody might hate me. If you're, if he has, I'm, I'm going forward, are you fine with that? 
I'm, I'm guessing. I'm afraid someone's going to take that question way too seriously. That's why I'm, I'm dancing around it. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just hoping my joke would have been enough. If you have a superpower, uh, what would your power be? And what's your hero name? I think we answered this when it was wait, somewhere wait, wait, in that wait, realm wait, 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 of What about me? What? I, I, I'm, I'm sure that some, they'd like to know if, 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 if my relationship with my wife, who's wear pants... Yeah, I was dancing away from it because I was afraid somebody would be offended by what you'd say. Oh, uh, I, that's true. Because even if you're joking, somebody might find an offense. Because <laughs> <laughs> technically, uh, technically, I kind of have lollies as most of my wife is. So, <laughs> uh, no, and they are—they run the lolly orphanage. I just go, hey guys, I I make cake. Pay attention to me for a couple seconds. <laughs> So it depends on how you put that. Okay. Does that imply that I, I wear the pants or they wear the pants? I don't know. You're <laughs> supplying. I don't know. I, I was going literal. I mean, they're wearing kimonos or something and they're not going to wear pants. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I like I said, I'm dancing it. Uh, if you, like, the superpower thing, I, I think we answered it in the one we were talking about this unicorns and magicals. Huh? Time travel's fun. I, I guess I'll go with time travel as a superpower. Because then, like, no matter what power somebody else has, you can always go back in time and stop them before they use the power. I want the power to steal everybody else's power. Unless they have the power to stop your power, then you're kind of screwed. No, I want the power to steal everybody's power. So I can stop, or I can steal their power to this steal This didn't work out power. for a certain other show that I won't mention, otherwise it would spoil that show. <laughs> <laughs> there's always downsides to everything so you gotta be careful about what power you choose um hero name bob i guess <laughs> bob. <laughs> super bob mine is dice what the heck <laughs> <laughs> wolf i was trying to get away from wolf the shadow dark gate death <laughs> flaming fire snake fire. eyes flaming fire blaze Snake eyes? <laughs> he just went dice. You can't go snake eyes because then you have to do dices. No, snake eyes is two ones. I know, and that'd be dices. No. Die. It'd die. be die. Yes. <laughs> Stupid English language. <laughs> you get $156. That's very specific. While you're walking <laughs> on the street. So that means, like, is there a $100 bill, a $50 bill, a $5 bill, and a $1 bill? Or is it we're talking, like, four quarters that, that, that's probably a it. $5 bill? No, it's probably one and one and one. You sure? That, that sounds like it would make a lot of sense. Okay, just making sure. It's a really weird number. I would think one more, like, 176 That way you get a 20 in there, too. No, 186 That way you get a 10 in there and a 20 in there as well. But no, it's 156 because Star K said so. <laughs> While you're walking down the street, it, was it was he the one that was murdering things and putting them in closets and stuff? No, that was uh, that was. Uh... Oh my gosh! Now I feel bad because I don't remember his name. <laughs> Not Star K though. Um, it's been too many podcasts, and well, I don't want to go back to the big old long list to find out. He hasn't posted a long time, so I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, Star K. We're talking about Star K, the one that doesn't <laughs> kill people. Um, but you have to spin it on the first thing you see. What would you do? If I blink, I can't buy my eyelids, though. That's the problem. 
or you would actually how, how are we gonna, no you would have to buy the concrete because when you picked it up the first thing you would see is the concrete because you picked it up off the concrete you can't buy concrete. It, well, if if they're giving me f- 156 right now, I'm looking at my iPad and I have to buy my iPad again. No, when you buy my when, iPad again, you said you're walking on the street. Are you looking at your iPad when you're walking on the street? Maybe my iPhone. We just say if there's something on the screen on your iPhone, you can actually buy that stuff. So you end up buying a whole bunch of coins in whatever game you're playing. Okay. They got 156 dollars worth of. Do they? Do they do a specifically 156 dollars <laughs> worth of coins? No, they do eighty dollar, eighty dollar, eighty dollar. But you can't go over, so you'd only be able to buy it once. Starcase rules just broke you. Uh, oh well. I would keep my eyes closed, and I would tell somebody to bring me to Japan and to a figure store so I can buy something there, or just drive me down to right stuff and put me in the aisles, and then tell me to open my eyes. I, then, then you I might, got, then you might end up with Sean Kleckner in front of you, and then you'd end up. I'd buy Sean Kleckner. Is <laughs> <laughs> no Sean Kleckner might be worth more than one hundred fifty-six dollars. You think so? Yeah, he's he's the gift of mankind. Okay, that sounded <laughs> awkward. Star K also says, since you watched The Walking Dead, did you play The Walking Dead game with Lee and Clementine, which is the Telltale Walking Dead? And if you did, what are your thoughts on it? I played on the Vita. It played like garbage. It's broken. It's glitchy. It stutters. Whenever a scene changes, you miss the first three seconds of whatever happened in the scene because it takes so long to transition. It's a broken game. But the story, it was good. I mean, I got I got pretty wrapped up into it. I enjoyed going through their story, Lee and Clementine's story. Um... So it was it was a cool story for those characters. The game itself was broken and I stopped at that point. I I did play into the what was it the 356 days or something like that the the sequel and that one was where I pretty much decided Lee and Clementine's story was what I enjoyed about the Walking Dead Telltale games and that was pretty much it for me. So I started it. I couldn't I, I was having a really hard time with the gameplay, so I think I got at to the point where the country guy was being a jerk, and I think I decided to kill him. Everybody in the story becomes a jerk. <laughs> the guy in the pharmacy, my gosh, I wanted to punch him. Oh. But yeah, I, I adored Clementine. I, 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 I would love to... Uh, finish her story i i've heard lots of interesting things about that's really the only reason i wanted to play the second one because it kind of continues with clementine going forward and it was like eh, i don't know i'm not sure if it's got the yeah same i think chemistry. i've pretty much gotten the the ending spoiled for me so uh see thanks for the question star k says have fun with the questions we, because we nobody did. cares about spoilers for some stupid reason got them on spoilers now Neko, <laughs> Neko says, "Okay, two questions for you, you guys today." You forgot about the pop, rock, paper, scissors. You know you're going to get called out if you do that. Uh, well, I don't have the button. I can't press it. I'm pretty sure I already screwed it up for myself. So, <laughs> so you spoiled yourself. <laughs> yeah, I spoiled myself. <laughs> oh, good job. So I will probably do it and and try well, you to can give just say it to shotgun or something or or yeah, I did say launcher. shotgun. I did say shotgun. I don't know if you can do that though. I don't think so either. I'm going to go paper. Rock. Oh. I win. He's rock, by the way. 
people can't see what I'm clicking. <laughs> Neko says, okay, two questions for you guys today. Question one, what... This is one... Question number A. Okay, I get what... I see what you're doing there. That's clever. What do you know about sound effects in anime? Not the crazy stuff like beam weapons and transformation jiggly sa- jingly sounds. Uh, jingly. Is jingly a word? Jingly sounds. But mundane sounds like footsteps, doors opening, paper folding, and that like that. Uh, do anime production houses have their have to have or hire fully artists uh, like here in the West? Are the sound effects totally pulled from a sound library? Any insights? I the would only- assume mostly from a sound library, but what I know about it is generally what's in Shirobako. Because there's stock sounds that get used all over the place, so... Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like, it's completely... Uh, this is as far as my knowledge goes, so don't take this as... This is everything. From what I've seen through documentaries, what I've heard in shows, and what I've seen uh, in reading, it's... Some it's it's a per show basis and it's a per studio thing. Ghibli, they I mean, look in the documentaries, they have their own people that they go to all the time that does does their sound effects. Or if you have something like you know the that the pilot one, it's like it's just somebody into a microphone. <laughs> um, and then there's also some studios like I I remember like the studio that does like Arslan Senki and has the same stinking sound effects you can hear in like uh uh terraformers i mean there's a lot of reused sound effects as well but so yeah it's it's a combination of some of them are so cheap they'll have just kind of a, a, a library of sounds there's some that have their own people that they go to on a regular basis to make their sound effects um sometimes they do it in studio like with ghibli with uh, the pilot one um what's, what's this it's a well it's like it's people like want to say pilots love song what the heck is it called <laughs> which one the pilot story one uh, the wind rises. rises. I'm sorry. There you go. The wind rises. Um, well, I, I, it's like, take the the Astro score for example. I think one of the first things that I got a kick out of was listening to them, and it sounded like they were using the sound effect that was the um, the lightsabers in in uh, Star Wars, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! Are you seriously using that sound effect?" So I I do believe that they do have. What I think is really what happens is they probably purchase the sound and then they'll use that sound and then they if and they just keep it in the library. And if they need a new sound effect, they'll probably get it done, but they do reuse the same ones. And that's really the case of it, because like uh, I know they didn't put a whole bunch of money into Dimension W, but if you watch the stuff in the making of the Dimension W, they specifically went out, got his vehicle and they recorded the sound of the door closing. They recorded the sound of the hood closing. They recorded the sound of the car starting up, driving, turning a corner. I mean, they wanted to get that car perfect. But then again, you also have cases where, yeah, a, a footstep. I don't think with all studios, with all projects, they're going to go out and tell somebody, re-record a sound of a footstep. They have pre-recorded stuff. But then you also have studios, like I said, like Ghibli or a, a high-production movie where if you watch their documentaries, they're actually going out and they're, you know, hiring somebody. That I have yet to really see in a documentary or anything where it's done in studio. They always have somebody they go to and they're always jump in car, go there and see what this guy's doing kind of thing. So, like I said, that's that's as far as my knowledge goes. It's different for every studio. I've never really seen a studio where it has it in-house. It's always somebody else or it's 
pre-made stuff. Um, also says question number B. When animated characters get hit in the head, usually they grow a head lump, uh, which is which is it? Which is it that in the West the lump looks more like a steep miniature volcano, and in anime they are almost like shaped like oranges or cantaloupes, uh, depending on the severity of the hit. What can we do to bridge this cultural divide? Oh, okay. I think it's it's something that is ingrained in each. Uh, culture um, when they're when the culture came up from ages of old they always had this preconceived notion of what just what would a lump look like if you hit somebody truly hard and that ends up being multiplied when it goes to animated form because they want to accentuate they want to accent that so much that it becomes to its furthest extent in America, with Looney Tunes, we've seen lumps that were s- more in the realm of the volcanoes we've seen because we knew the volcanoes were created by mankind creating objects upon its surface. Whereas in Japan, it was always about learning something, the fruit of knowledge. That's why they always looked like cantaloupes and they look like other things. A lump is a knowledge built by something. You did something wrong, you got hit. It became a fruit of knowledge. Whereas, again, in America, we're we're worried about the fact that we built a building over there, and it became a volcano of anger. Your your counterpoints. I'm 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 trying to figure out how we can bridge the gap between the two cultures. Um, you can't how, because yeah, one yes, sees yes, it as a volcano, yes, one sees it as the fruit of knowledge. But, but see, we can we can we don't like this because we, in our past we used to call it. In in olden times, we used to the 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 people would say when something hurts, it smarts because you're learning something from that. So your fruit of knowledge could be the same, have the same origins as it smarts. You follow no, me? smarts. They didn't say it smarts because they learned something. They say it smarts because it was reference to the candy. Wasn't there a candy called Smarts? Yeah, but it has nothing to do with it, where they were. They hit them and they go, they, they immediately think of candy and they go, Smarts. Oh. It's almost like saying, Snickers. You really don't want to bridge the gap, do you? Snickers. You want a cultural divide. No. See, th- that's the thing. We've always talked about this idea of not putting your own beliefs into another culture. And when it changes that culture significantly to the point where everybody becomes one country because they all do the same thing, they all look the same, they all act the same. It no longer. There's no point in going to Japan if if you if you fly to Japan, you get out and it looks like New York. I mean, you want them to be their own way. And so if so if if they want to have fruits on their head when they get hit, let them have the fruits on their head when they. So I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't bridge the the culture divide. It's more of the idea that I'm saying I don't want the the two land masses to come in together and remove the desire for that bridge. I'm 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 saying let's have a big subway. Oh, I was thinking like sandwich because we just came from the smarts talk and the Snickers. Now I'm thinking a subway sandwich. No, I just want a big old bullet train that goes across the water. That, weren't they making that at some point? Did they <laughs> give up on that? I was I like, guess. no, it's supposed to go underwater. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to go underwater. Yeah, I know there's one in 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 like UK or something. And they realized it cost too much and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> then they realize the sharks don't like a big tube going through their land and they started chomping on it and it, it was yeah, waste of money. I think it would be cool. Or maybe the 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 
maybe Godzilla got angry because it was it was going right over his his yard and he got ticked off and kicked it. Couldn't use the potty. <laughs> it was right in the way. <laughs> you would be going, ang- where are you we going? Be, no, you would be you would be angry too if you put yourself in Godzilla's shoes. If you woke up one morning and you're like, I gotta go to the bathroom because I'm headache, and it's still dark and your eyes are still kind of closed because trip you're tired. Over a pipe. And you're you're going to the bathroom, you trip over the pipe, you fall over, and you just you go to the bathroom right yeah, there. Get, it would be embarrassing. Cold water in the face. <laughs> you already have cold water in your face. You're underwater. Uh, Poor Godzilla. See, that's the better question. Not not closing the gap between how uh, the the bump on your head looks, but closing the gap on what we see as this this travesty being caused to Godzilla. <laughs> it's, just, it's just wrong. Nico, how did wrong. you get us into this? <laughs> It's so funny because we're we're talking about this question from Neko, and he's got Bananya up there, and he got that smug look on his face the entire time we're doing this. Like he he predicted this entire discussion. conversation already. He does. <laughs> he knows we're crazy. He just kind of throws it out there. I think that's it. You want to yep. cut it off there? We don't want to waste all of our questions. We've been going yeah, pretty long. Yeah, because it's it's hard enough to get these guys to to give us questions as it is. In the next questions, where Will Fears is talking about the fact that we're asking for questions. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it off there and, uh, we'll, we'll get the other questions here soon. Like I said, we're, we just came out of the review lineup. We'll, we'll be doing more discussions here again in between the seasons. So, and we don't um, want to lose all of your questions in one shot. Yeah. But we do want to lose all of our reviews because we want people to put more reviews up there. And this is from iTunes. Uh, again, please go to iTunes. All you have to do is search for anime and you'll see Otaku Spirit Anime Cast up there. Or you'll see Otaku Spirit Anime actually, because I had to change it in order to be able to follow up there. Uh, but yeah, search Stock of Spirit. Go to, it to iTunes. Put a review up there. Um, even if you don't use iTunes as your music podcasting choice, get the reviews there. It helps us out. Or just, as usual, for some people, just telling other people about us is great. Going on Twitter and telling people about us, that's we love whenever we see that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, first one we have here is... You want me to do that one? Since it's the shorter one? I was actually going to do it in date re- released, so you would actually get the longer one. Okay. So you, want me you, to do the, you do the longer one. <laughs> uh, John Vare 007 or 007 says, fantastic listen, five stars. Says, Chris and Andrew not only produce a consistently informative and professional sounding podcast, but they also never shy away from letting their super cheerful and positive attitude shows. Uh, they believe in criticizing and offering opinions on anime and other content without trashing the ones that they are not fans of. Uh, and promote... And promote and overall respect and ap- appreciation for all things in the anime spectrum. Uh, listening to Otaku Spirit is like enjoying well-made, fun, slice-of-life anime. It is a fun and relaxing listen that will make your day a little happier. That actually is probably the coolest... I'm tearing up. I know, right? That was, like, awesome. <laughs> that's really awesome. Uh, thanks for the kind words. That's that's That really means a lot to us. Uh, like we've mentioned several times before, it's just it, it solidifies all the effort that we put into it. Uh, just making our notes, making our outlines, sitting here recording, our butts hurting from sitting so long, editing the podcast afterwards, getting it uploaded, uh, just all the fees and whatnot that are actually being helped by the Patreon supporters, which we appreciate so much. All that stuff is worth it. All the effort we put into it is worth it. And I mean, we wouldn't be doing it without you guys. So, so yeah, the other one. So, uh, Greg F90, is that like a, a car? Or a plane. A plane. 
Might be a plane. Might be a or plane. it might be insulting that we say that. It might just be Greg uh, and his last name starts in F and he was born in 1990. We got you. Got you. Okay. And he gave us five stars. My gosh, stars. that's 26 years old. That makes me feel old. It's like I, I go ninety. Man, was, no, no. It's just one of those things where you see some, you see a birthday, and you no, go, I, "That looks young," and you go, "Wait, that's not yet young. I'm old." I know. Okay. I, 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 I had met a, a kid who who was born in in two thousand, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I did. Wow. <laughs> I remember screaming my lungs out. New Year's two thousand. Okay, I that that, and I was drunk. Anyway. That out. <laughs> I don't know why that's included in there. But yeah, um, I have been, <laughs> Greg F90 says, I've been listening to these guys for several years, for several years now, and I can tell you, this po- podcast is funny, instructional, and ultimately most enjoyable. Read in the most funny way possible, just for you. <laughs> I've been listening to these guys for several years now, and I can tell you this podcast is funny, instructional, and ultimately most enjoyable. Thank you. That was another good option. I appreciate all of our feedback. You can, why do you have to reread it after I read it? Because you butchered it. <laughs> even, though I, even though technically I probably butchered John Bear. So. Um, anyways, just clarifying for people, because you had a little break in there. Because it it ran in my head wrong. <laughs> yeah, now you, you hit that now and it just went. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that pretty much concludes us. Again, I want to point out uh, thank you for everybody who listening us uh, who who listening to us listening to us for listening to us. <laughs> and you can't talk anymore. And you mess up my, and you make fun of the way I talk. I'm having some kind of mental breakdown or something. Because and I, you're going to make fun because, of me. And because, then you're going to feel real bad when I you realize broke. something caused his brain to break right there. And I could have said something. But instead, I was making fun of him. Exactly. Because I, <laughs> I, my brain broke in the middle of a sentence. Now you, you caught it. Well, we thank everybody for listening. We thank all of the people from our community at TalkingSpirit.com. Up in the forum links at the top. Appreciate everybody. Uh, again, you can follow us on Twitter. All of our social media links are on the right side there. Our Patreon link is there. Again, thanks to all of our Patreon supporters who help pay the bills, basically, and probably appear soon, get us some new microphones. It'll be really cool. Um, but yeah, again, talkingspirit.com. I'm Andrew. That's Chris. You don't have to say yo. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Y'all take care. Oh, Key.